93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday, August 14th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Downpours and flash floods caused traffic nightmares and damage throughout the Delaware Valley yesterday. So Darby Borough declared a state of emergency after the Darby Creek crested over its banks. Uh, in King of Prussia, that was the big shock yesterday. Uh, heavy flooding caused closures on the Pennsylvania Turnpike and the Schuylkill Expressway. Parts of the King of Prussia Mall were also closed as many of the bottom floor stores were flooded out. We knew it was bad. We yeah. were seeing it out the window. Yeah. Didn't really know how bad it was until after the show and reports were coming in of flooding in the food court at KOP and, and all that stuff. It was like, what? Uh, Nick had shown me a picture yesterday of LA Forge Casino and right out front really? the, uh, the, 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 the front area where you, where you pull in and out of the place was just I mean, it was completely impassable. Yeah, the underpass to get from the casino to the national park was uh, impassable. Yeah, yeah. My wife was out yesterday. Had uh, taken to the kid, the kids to the orthodontist in like the Bryn Mawr area, and just her whole commute to and from there was terrible. (laughs) She's been cracking up about some of these pictures she's seen on the internet. Like some dude lost his shed. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I saw that. You stuff saw just floated out yeah, of people's, like, people's hey, backyards. Yeah, yeah anybody a river. missing a shed? Uh, yeah, yeah. I saw like that, that one. Yeah. It floated away, and they said a lot of people like went out to go drive somewhere and didn't necessarily go through you know the barriers, but they got caught in what was you know maybe shallow floodwaters, but drifted mm-hmm. and yeah. ended up like having to be rescued. You can't yeah. risk it. There was what were you saying yesterday? Uh, Nick, uh, that in Wayne, uh, four inches of rain within... Yeah, so I, I live in the Villanova-Wayne area, and uh, my I live on a hillside, and we had a lot of water in our basement. There was some some damage, which is annoying, but, um, you know, not nothing life-threatening or anything awful, and, and many people had it far worse than I did, so I'm not complaining, but there was a lot of water in the basement in, in our place, and then, uh, yeah, I, I, I read at some point, Steve, that there were four inches... Uh, in Wayne alone, and that's a lot of water in a short amount of time, and that's yeah. going to cause damage. And there are certain areas that that are just worse than others, and always get it worse than others. Kathy had mentioned Darby, like Darby. Yeah. It seems like they always get they're, it. They're always getting. Yeah. It. yeah, there's some areas you just know to stay the f away from. Right, and that and, would be one of them. And if that's like a problem area, you got to figure when that area was founded. You know, hundreds of years ago. They, they still kept building around that area. Yeah, why not? Yeah, it was like, yeah, <laughs> It'll get better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Westchester and parts of Delaware also, they got hit. Uh, so there were countless water rescues throughout the area as well. Now, the drenching rains from yesterday's storm and those coming today have some residents in Maniunk on edge, obviously. Uh, they're concerned rising waters in the nearby creeks and rivers could drastically impact the businesses and residents along Main Street. Overnight flood waters shut down uh, the block of Kelly Drive between Ferry and Midvale. Maniunk Development Corporation President Brandon McGrew said once the National Weather Service warned Main Street could flood. He began making calls to business owners. So I was in Center City, Philadelphia yesterday and driving home. Um, you passed that waterfall by the art museum where yeah. the, uh, yeah, the waterworks yeah. is. I've never seen the distance between the top of the waterfall and the bottom of the waterfall be as narrow as it was yesterday right. because wow. of how much water is flowing through the Schuylkill at this really? point. The, so you mentioned Maniunk, by the way, and that's always a delayed... Issue. Yeah, it's always like because, the next day. Yeah, it starts flooding mm-hmm. up up the 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 river. Yep, and it, all the estuaries and everything feed into it, and then they know it's coming. Because you know, after having lived there for for a number of years. You just know everyone's like here. It's co- here. It's coming. It's coming. And we got more rain last night yeah, yeah, yeah. after everything that came down yesterday morning. Yeah, we got more coming. And Kath, you have in, in your news reports the, the stories of um of like missing people 
and all that. Oh, I didn't see that there were missing people. Oh, you there's mean, like hundreds of missing people. There's from the flood. Hundreds it, of missing people. What? Yeah, get the story up, uh, Jim Thorpe area. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. You're talking about yes. They they found them. I do have did? that story. Yeah, you're okay. talking about the the rafters. Yeah, 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 yeah. I okay. do have that story. Right. Yes, okay. I thought you meant like uh, in this area. Yeah. So residents uh, in Maniunk are being urged to move their cars. The National Weather Service said the Schuylkill River was expected to crest at 11.3 feet sometime between Monday evening and late Tuesday night in October of 2005. The river crested at 12.1 feet, flooding Main Street uh, and that area of Scherz Lane was the worst. A massive search and rescue, this is what Casey was talking about, was conducted Monday along the Lehigh River in Carbon County for hours due to concern that some rafters could be missing along the river. It was reported about 5 p.m. that a large church group consisting of more than 200 people was on the river and that many had not been accounted for. Officials said the group was part of a tour from Whitewater River Adventures and they were supposed to take the rafts out at a designated spot, but many missed the mark due to the conditions of the river. Helicopters and boating units were called to assist in the search effort. Lehigh uh, Fire, uh, I'm sorry, Leighton Fire Pat, uh, Fire Chief Pat Mriss uh, said 46 people were rescued by water personnel because of overturned rafts and sunk rafts that got stuck in trees. About 10 o'clock, it was reported that got stuck in trees? Yeah, like because the, the yeah, it was so high, the water was so high. Why were they out there? They shouldn't have gone out. Why did they go out yeah. white water rafting yesterday? Yeah. I know. It's okay. Around 10 p.m., it was reported that authorities were releasing everyone from the scene and that the search effort had been suspended. The rafting company said all missing rafters had been accounted for and they were presently double-checking that list. So they did find all of these rafters. One person is reported to have suffered minor injuries. They were taken to an area hospital. This is something that we've discussed a number of times. The so-called flushable wipes caused a big problem for a South Jersey community. The Mount Laurel Township Municipal Utilities Authority shared photos of countless wipes clogging up sewage pumps. Officials say the pictures were taken back in May when crews were working to complete a sewer project along Hartford Road. Crews say crews say that the not-so-flushable wipes caused multiple problems and slowed their progress. You've been saying this for a long time, and that's why about a year ago, Kathy, I started... Claire and I, my wife, we started using the cat boxes. Oh. It just makes more sense. You can trust the plumbing. Right. Just to make it easier. Now, it was an adjustment. I'm not going to say that the cats were immediately down with it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you started wiping with towels. <laughs> no, that, we've been doing that forever. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, because you, you just never know. Now, my cousin is a plumber, and he said you should never throw anything in the you, toilet. Like, even you if said it says it's flushable, yes. don't do it. He said it's not. And we're, we're looking at some of the residue of oh. the quote-unquote flushable wipes. It looks like swamp thing. Oh, that's yeah. disgusting. So uh, they want to remind the public, despite what advertising may say, the disposable wipe should never be flushed down your toilet. Well. In sports this morning. <laughs> Ball sacks are yummy. The Phillies, who were off yesterday, are now in second place as the Atlanta Braves won both games of the doubleheader against the Miami Marlins. The Phillies open up a quick two-game interleague series against the Boston Red Sox tonight at the ballpark. Brian Johnson will go for the Sox while Nick Pavetta gets the start for the Phillies. And game time is scheduled for 7.05. In other baseball news, Cleveland Indians outfielder Leons Martin had a bacterial infection that attacked his organs and was life-threatening. Whoa. But he is currently in stable condition and improving, according to Indians president uh, Chris Antonetti. Antonetti addressed the team and told 
told him that Martin, who has been hospitalized at Cleveland Clinic for nearly a week, is recovering and his outlook is good, but said that the progress will be measured in weeks, not days. Martin had a bacterial infection that entered his bloodstream and damaged his internal organs. According to the clinic's doctors, the organs started to shut down and it was severe. NBC Sports released its national broadcast schedule, and the Flyers are heavily heavily featured. Next season, they will have 17 games aired on either NBC or NBCSN and will be featured in six major national TV games. The Flyers will be on NBC four times, including the 2019 NHL Stadium Series against the Pittsburgh Penguins on February 23rd at the Link. The season begins on the road with a game in Vegas against the Golden Knights on October 4th. And the Eagles are still the Super Bowl champs. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kat. The, all right, uh, yeah, I'm sure we're going to talk a little bit more about flooding and so forth. Uh, oh, yeah. Because it is quite, uh, mm-hmm. uh, quite, uh, it's, it's, I mean, I was actually surprised this morning on my way in that the typical areas that flood on my drive-in that might, you know, might be an issue to yes. drive around. But I, I got off light compared to, say, like Casey was saying, Upper Darby. You're right. It, it, it seemed to it seemed to shift out of areas pockets. that normally flood. Because you always get something out there. Yeah, yeah. A- and it was not the case. And in some yeah. of the cases that I would notice, like on Lincoln Drive... Now, there's this part that's closed because they're doing construction, but um, a place that's usually really flooded was not. So there was some sort of weird shift. The thing I'm – every time you open up the windows in the house, though, like an hour and a half later, you're running to close them because you have a massive downpour. Stop it! This summer has sucked. Yes. It has absolutely sucked weather-wise. But whatever, man. All right, we have uh, other things to get to. We have some guests are going to be joining us this morning. Uh, We're going to have comedian Derek Hughes here who's going to be performing at – Howie Mandel's Comedy Club at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. This will be our first guest that we've had from this new venue. And you're a fan of the Carbonara? Um, yes, Carbonara effect. effect yeah. yeah, so he is one of the writers and uh, Perfect. performers. Yeah, so he's one of the uh, one of the guys behind that. Excellent. Well, he's going to stop in today. So he's a comedian slash uh, magician. Yeah. And uh, he'll be here today. Union Tap House in Maniac is stopping by this morning. Ooh. Yeah, that is a favorite haunt of our promotions department. They've been going there for Years and years and years. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, they're stopping in for a meet and eat, which means we will have some giveaways for you today. So make sure that you stay tuned in for that. And we will have your opportunity to grab some freebies on top of some other stuff that we have to give away as well. And today is Tuesday. That means Tattoo Tuesday. And that means that uh, we have some people that are going to get some ink uh, today. Two people? Yes. Yeah, so right, wow. So. Father, son. Uh, getting the tattoos and uh, just like hus- Justin Bieber, and then a husband wife del- giving the tattoos. Really? Yeah. I, Old family affair. It's amazing. I am intrigued. <laughs> There's okay. a sitcom here. Uh, so we will get to that a little bit later on this morning, as well as a few other things in our giveaways. Like uh, we have front row tickets for uh, Sebastian Maniscalco for a letter of the day, word of the week prize, and so on and so forth. So. Uh, why don't we take a break, come back in a second, and we'll get into the inter- entertainment report. A stupid question I have awaiting for you, Casey. It has to do with the uh, with the Dallas Cowboys, believe it or oh. not. But America's team. It's a very yeah. interesting question that I think you'll. We're uh, the biggest a holes per capita in the United States. It might States. be that. We'll okay. come back in a moment. Stay with us. This 93.3 WMMR audio on demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Hey, it's Preston. Listen, when I want to relax, I go to Hand and Stone Massage Facial Spot. Listen, whether you want a rejuvenating massage or refreshing facial, Hand and Stone is the place to go. Introductory massages or facials start at just $59.95. Visit handandstone.com or one of their 50 locations in the Delaware Valley. Restrictions apply. See spot for details. French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else? 
Are you ready for love? If so, Stephen makes it easy, handpicking diamonds to create a stunning engagement ring that's guaranteed to take her breath away. Stephen Singer Jewelers, real love experts at the other corner of 8th and Walnut or IHateStevenSinger.com. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Bam. All right, so stupid question this morning. Going to give away a pair of tickets for the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair. And the question that I have for you, I told you, Casey, it was, it oh, was yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, having to do with the Dallas Cowboys, but not the uh, players, not the, the, the guys. This is the Dallas Cowboys hired the NFL's first professional cheerleading squad mm. in what year? Wow. Oh. 215-263-WMMR. I did not know that the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders were the first yeah. NFL cheerleaders. Uh, so what year did that happen? 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. See if we can get the answer. Do you remember that made-for-TV movie with uh, sh- uh, Lauren Tweez from The Love Boat? It was stupid. It was horrible. <laughs> it was and really... Bert Convy was like a seedy photographer who was trying to get pictures of her in a hotel room. It was horrible. Say what you will about the Cowboys and the football team, but you've got to admit... That squad is pretty awesome. Well, yeah, that's they were the, they they sold it. They were super. They were superstars. They're, and the outfits and everything yeah. are still, I think, pretty much the best in the league. But anyhow, we're moving on. I have some birthdays to uh, run by you while we're waiting for the answer to the question. And today's birthdays on uh, Tuesday, August fourteenth. There, I I have crushes on several of these ladies, and, really? and and some of my favorite people also celebrating birthdays as far as the guys go too. So. Let's get to them. Mila Kunis has her birthday today. Yes. Uh, Mila is uh, 35 years old today. She was just uh, talking about, you had a story about, uh, before we went on vacation, about her having a lot of regret about the way she dumped Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, yeah, she didn't, uh, she doesn't look back fondly on how she handled she, that. He was asleep, apparently, and she set the bed on fire. <laughs> oh, man, there's better that, ways. I yeah. missed that detail. And she just feels bad about that. Uh, she's in The Spy Who Dumped Me, which is out currently, but I think where I fell in love with her was forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's what turned the tide uh, for her, or for me, on her. She's 35 today. Halle Berry, Steve, I know oh, for the longest time. Absolutely, she, she was, was my your, past. Your gal. Uh, but she's been in a lot of great movies, uh, Storm in the X-Men movies, and uh, Monsters Ball and Bullworth, and you know a whole lot of stuff. You know who's moved into her position? Mm-mm. Gal Gadot. Oh. Gal Gadot is pretty amazing. And I'm sure Gal takes extreme pleasure knowing that. Uh, Halle Berry is 52 today. Uh, the great David Crosby celebrates his birthday. Of Crosby, Stills, and Nash fame. And he is 77 years old today. I saw a documentary with him. Maybe it was about the talking about the birds. Okay. Uh, and um, he's a really good interview. I mean, he's he's got a lot of information. Uh, he always seems like... You know, I always heard he was that kind of a, a curmudgeon and not really chatty and sort of cantankerous. Yeah. But he's nothing but likable in this documentary. And I think, didn't I just have a story recently that the, he's getting involved in the uh, marijuana yes. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. side of things? Are Seems name, like an obvious, right? They're going to name some weed after him. So. Yeah, because yeah. I had thought that, that he was clean and maybe he is, but... Yeah. Well, well booze was a big problem for me. He, had a, he had a liver transplant yeah. and yeah. cocaine. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so maybe uh, marijuana is his uh, is his choice now, but he's uh, seventy seven today. And he's the uh, he was the baby batter provider for Melissa Etheridge's kids, right? That's what I understand. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then the uh, the album so far from Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young is definitely in my top ten albums of all time. Great, maybe even top five. All right. Uh, Magic Johnson uh, is 59 years old today. And I remember when it was announced that he had AIDS. And yeah. we thought, wow, that guy's only got a couple of years to go. And here he is going strong. Yeah. And I, I think the the last medical checkup he had, the 
virus is virtually undetectable in a system. Wow. That's so strange. Yeah. Right? Why is this not happening for everyone? Well, well it, it, it actually... It wasn't... It was HIV. Oh, HIV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he... Uh, but there there are a lot of uh, people who are able to keep it in check with this with this cocktail, this... You know, but it's still... it's They still test positive for it, correct? Yeah. No, they haven't eradicated it, but, but people but can his, live with it. But he's not testing positive for it? He is he is pos- he's testing positive for it, but it's almost oh, okay. undetectable. Undete- okay, right. yeah. So he's fifty nine today. Uh, the great Steve Martin celebrates his oh. birthday. Wow, uh, he is seventy three. I have yet to watch that special with him and Martin Short. The, a night well, you'll never remember. Maybe don't because they're doing that in Philadelphia next <gasps> uh, later this month. They're going to no be, kidding. They're going to be at the man. It's uh, Thursday the thirtieth. Um, and so I would very much like to get either one of them. I've, I've oh worked on Could you imagine? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Thursday, August 30th at the man. And it's, uh, I think it's called a night that you will never remember for the rest of your life. And okay. you think they would want to be on this show knowing all that oh, they've totally. heard about the show, but the, the two of my absolute favorites, are you watching the, uh, the CNN series Preston on the comedians? No, I um, I've not seen it. No, nope. really good. Yeah. And they're they're both featured <laughs> prominently in it. You know, talking about various uh, other comedians and acts throughout the years. Uh, so he is celebrating his seventy third birthday today. Uh, Susan Olsen, wow, has her has her birthday. Jesus, that's right. That's... She now looks like the house they lived in. Cindy Brady, <laughs> I have I have the details on the house yeah. being sold while oh, we were okay. while we were gone. Uh, the Brady House was bought. I have that coming up in just a moment in case you did miss that story. I know we were gone, so I want to pass that along to you. But anyhow, uh, Susan Olsen is 57 today. Uh, I told you there's a few people that I have crushes on that have uh, birthdays today. Was Susan Olsen one of them? Nope, but oh. Marsha Gay Harden is. Oh, wow. I, yeah, I, I love her. I think she's a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's she's 59 today. She's a, a well-seasoned uh, actress, and she was in movies like Pollock and uh, Mystic River and... Uh, uh, what what did it for me the other day? Um, Space Cowboys was on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I just I have well, a thing she's, for her. She's um, smart. She's um, self possessed. Yeah. Sultry. 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 Uh, Preston, what category would she be? She milf. Mat- is she mature or she'd be mature? She'd be, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Really? She'd be. Yeah. She'd be a step above milf. Yeah. She'd be mature. <laughs> Dude, milf is she's younger, not cougar, right? No. Well, is she a cougar? Well, only if she goes for a younger guy. Oh okay. yeah. yeah. Oh okay. Which would be me. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> She's older yeah. than me. So, yeah. so, I, I'm dating a guy who's three years younger. Uh, she's nine years older than me. Uh, so, Marsha Gay Harden is 59 today. Uh, Gary Larson, uh, the great creator of The Far Side, is celebrating his 68th birthday. Just, and is he pretty much living off the, the I would money think made so. from the original run of The Far Side, right? Yeah, he had so. retired, and, and it's just my, my wish that for the last however many years he's been writing these and stockpiling these so when he eventually passes or whatever, there's going to be thousands of these cartoons because I love... Yeah. I, I, I'm not really going out on a limb by saying, no. you know, I love the far side. I love ice cream. I love ice cream. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. the, the... Air. Uh, you're right. Oh, don't you love air? <laughs> it was just pop culture-wise. He yeah. was... Like, Ziggy was huge. He was huge. You know, yeah. that his run of stuff is great. He's 68 today. Uh, the novelist Danielle Steele... Is uh, seventy one. That's my jam now, Preston. Those romance novels. I do, yes. I just saw a man. Uh, he was sitting back reading, and it was a Danielle Steele book. Really, <laughs> I got a little chuckle out of that. You simply <laughs> have to read this. Uh, he's uh, she's seventy one. Antonio Fargas, who played Huggy Bear on Starsky and Hutch. Oh, oh my god. Uh-huh. Uh, he was also on Everybody Hates Chris. He is uh, 72 I today. I think it's gonna get you, sucker. Maybe that's it, or. 
maybe that's it, but he, he plays basically a version of himself. And he's got the shoes with the goldfish and the heels. Oh, my God. He's playing that pimp character. Yeah, it's very yeah, yeah. funny. That's great. 72 today. And then the last birthday, yet another crush on my list, Catherine Bell. Ah. Is uh, 50 years old today. Oh, Gash. Uh, no, oh, Jag. Jag. I'm sorry. Jag, not yeah, Gash. Yeah. <laughs> Different show. <laughs> I forget what that, what is that, uh, General... Uh, Judge ad- a co- Advocate. A- advocate. General Advocate. Of what, the Jag? supreme hierarchy. Gash. No. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Uh, no, Jag, which was this bizarre show that it was one of those first shows that stayed on for years and years. Like Walker, Texas Ranger. You it never just... really knew anybody that watched these shows. No. And they stayed on forever. No. In fact, when you'd watch Jag, it would be ads for liver spots. <laughs> It'd be yeah. ads for um, yeah, retirement bags. plans, colostomy bags. Uh-huh. You get to get your catheter delivered to your home. Yep. Every now and again, you hear of a guy who uh, who has a job that he hasn't been to in like fifteen years. Jag is like that. Yeah. Jag is like uh, that. It guy. just stays. There. I'll tell you where she's uh, in. Um, uh, Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty. She looks amazing. She's the super hot anchor woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Catherine Bell is fifty years old today. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. The Dallas Cowboys hired the NFL's first professional cheerleading squad in what year? That's what we want to know. And I'm going to go to Kyle see if he knows the answer. Hey, Kyle. Good morning. Good morning. Sorry to bother you at work. It's okay. all good, buddy. So tell me a fa- uh, do me a favor and tell me what year the Dallas Cowboys uh, introduced the cheerleaders. 1972? 72, yes. Yay! Nice job, Kyle. Did I say cheerleaders? Yeah. Oh, I thought with a T, leaders. As oh, in, oh I didn't leaders. notice. Well, it's a metric system. That's right, exactly. Yeah. But here's, here, you know, here's see something weird. Uh, I pick music beds uh, uh, before the show starts, yes, right? Yes, you do. And the music bed that we that I chose before the show even started to get us out of this break is called Cowboys. How oh, my is, God. How weird is that? <laughs> what? Wow. Crazy. Yeah. What did they win, Preston? <laughs> well, they won Kyle... Uh, won a pair of tickets for the Pennsylvania Renaissance. (laughs) (laughs) The Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair. Join the revelry of the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair Saturdays and Sundays through October 28th. Experience the fantasy at Turnpike Exit 266, and you can visit parenfair.com. All right, let's get into the entertainment stuff. We'll start with this. Robin Wright, the actress, and Clement uh, uh, Giardet. I guess uh-huh. I don't know how you pronounce his last name. Uh G I R A U D E T. Uh they got married in a top secret ceremony over the weekend. It's so top secret no one knows who he is. Uh they were first spotted together during Paris Fashion Week in September of 2017. Is he a director? No. An actor? He is involved a haberdasher. In... No, no, he well maybe he's okay. involved in fashion. All right. Uh so the 52-year-old House of Cards star and the head of VIP relations for Saint Laurent Oh. Married in an unknown location in the south of France. This is according to Vogue Paris. Uh, she wore a stunning lace dress, an image of which her daughter Dylan Penn shared uh, via an Instagram video. Uh, by the way, of course, you remember she was married to Sean Penn. That was from 1996 to 2010. And then Dane Witherspoon from 1986 to 1988. Well, that was before, obviously. And Wright shares two children with Penn, Dylan and Hopper. Uh, she was later engaged to Ben Foster, and that but they broke, they broke it off twice. Twice, yeah. 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 So, I honestly thought they were going to do it, get married. Yep, so these two are now married, uh, Robin Wright. And so. she is the basically the main star in the final season of House of Cards. Correct, correct? yep. 
Uh, Paris Jackson recently went under the knife. The 20-year-old model shared a health update via Instagram stories explaining that she'd had a big abscess removed. What? She said, yeah, I know. She said, uh, so long story short, I had surgery yesterday. This is the daughter of Michael Jackson, of course, said in this video message. Jackson added that it was almost the size of a golf ball and that she needed to get it removed. (laughs) She needed to get it removed because if it pops, you can go septic and die. Uh, She says that she declined anesthesia and uh, she stayed awake for all of it. Wow. Uh, I saw footage of her yesterday singing at some sort of folk festival. Yeah, and she was with good. her she was with her band called the Sound Flowers at the Canyon Sessions fundraiser called F Cancer. So she can, she can sing. She can sing and Catherine Jackson was there in the audience. Yeah, yeah. she gave a special uh she she gave hey, Catherine Jackson she gave Catherine Jackson a shout out on Instagram. Who's that? Uh telling her it's your granddaughter. My ass is wet from the grass. Uh telling her uh it means the world to me to have you at the show. Uh, but she said it was definitely, as far as the abscess goes, she says that was definitely uh, the most pain that I'd ever, ever been through in my life. Oh, that sucks. Considering I'm covered head to toe in tattoos, she said, but I'm alive. I wonder if she got the pilonidal cyst. I'm wondering if Ooh, that's what it was. You had that. Yes, I did. And that was easily the most pain I've ever experienced uh, in my life. So, uh, so it was What was worse, the MRSA or the pilonidal cyst? Oh, the cyst. Oh. The MRSA sucked. It was it was painful, but the actual process of getting that thing yeah. lanced, as they say, uh, I've, oh I've never felt more pain in my life. It was horrible. So uh, maybe she had that done. I don't that really know. That could be Um This happened in Martha's Vineyard. A newspaper photographer who happens to be singer Carly Simon's brother claims that he was assaulted by Bill Murray at a restaurant on the island. I saw this. Yeah, photographer Peter Simon says the Saturday Night Live legend slammed him against a door and poured a glass of water over him while he was taking photos of a band at a restaurant. You can't do that. You can take a picture of a of a band at a restaurant. Uh, you think he was being photographed himself and I, I maybe think, that was it. I think okay. that's what it was. So Peter Simon tells the Boston Globe that he was on an assignment for the Martha's Vineyard Times at Lola's in Oaks Bluff on uh Oak Bluffs on Wednesday. We know it well. When Murray accosted him, swore at him and threatened him. Uh Simon said the band, the Murata Brothers band invited him and he was not there to take pictures of Bill Murray. He told the Globe that he asked Murray, do you know who I am, in order to let him know that he was a well-respected photographer. In response, he said, Murray answered, do you know who I am? And he said he didn't recognize Bill Murray at first, adding that he doesn't look anything like he used to look. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, A police report says Murray told police Simon was taking pictures of him. And the report says Murray was visibly upset and said Simon was harassing him. Uh, but no charges were filed. He was so. at the Cubs game the other night, Bill Murray, and they showed him a lot on TV, uh, the game that I was watching. And uh, he looks like Bill Murray, <laughs> but he just looks older. You know, yeah, you know what, Nick, he didn't look bad, though. It's probably one of those cases. Well, but then again, he's up there all the time. When you when you see somebody out of their element, yep, it, it throws you, may you not off. Know. And you may not know. You may not know who they are, exactly. The brother looks nothing like Carly Simon. Not no. at all. No. Uh, Angelina Jolie's team was denied, uh, has denied reports of her split from powerful divorce lawyer, Laura Wasser. She got a divorce, a divorce from her divorce lawyer? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah but, uh, but her team is, is denying this. Uh, but people have been talking about her recent aggressive tactics in the battle against strange husband, Brad Pitt. Uh, the Maleficent actress recently brought on 
other attorneys with formidable reputations for playing tough in Hollywood divorce wars. Last week, uh, she accused Pitt of failing to provide meaningful child support for their brood of six since they split in 2016. In her legal filing, Angelina asked Brad to pay 50% of the children's expenses, claiming that he has not paid his share. Uh, but Brad fired back, saying that he loaned her eight million dollars for a home and shelled out one point three million for her and her kids and the kids. After his statement, Jolie's new lawyer, Samantha Blay Didan, Blay Didan, that's what it says. All right, uh, said a loan is not child support. It and, cited Parker versus Suck My Ass, and uh, <laughs> to represent it as such is misleading and inaccurate. What Come I on. honestly, yeah, I, I, it's it's wild that this is heading towards uh, really contentious levels. I thought that part was over. With. I, so did I. Yeah. I thought it was done. Jolie, but, I mean, he, how much? What what is the deal? Do you recall Preston? What the deal is as far as visitation and shared custody? Or didn't he really get no. shut out? He did. I he got shut so. out. And that was one of the big issues they were fighting over. Yeah, and and they only seem to be spending time with her, from what I can tell from reading these stories. It mainly focuses her and the uh, and the kids. You know, I, I mean, I know that he's closest with Worf and Sulu, <laughs> <laughs> but as, as far as the other kids, I don't know. Uh, Jolie filed her papers with Los Angeles Superior Court, and according to page six, one of her lawyers is also Joseph Manis, a top Beverly Hills family law uh, of top uh, Beverly Hills family law firm, uh, L.A. Hirsch Manis, LLP. The firm repped Kim Basinger in her divorce from Alec Baldwin. I'm sorry, what they both need are divorce lawyers that wear cowboy hats. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only way. way. It's the only way to work through this. Uh, Meanwhile, Angelina was photographed shopping at a West Hollywood Whole Foods with three of her kids. She's just like us. Uh, She was ordered to (laughs) return with Kids California from London where she is working on Maleficent. Per TMZ, a judge has... Decreed that Pitt has a right to custody of the kids for no less than four hours every other day on school days and 12 hours every other day on right. non-school days. She's huh. working on a new movie pressing called Litigiousent. Litigiousent? <laughs> uh, they are due back in court this week to settle custody issues. A judge is reportedly waiting on a custody evaluation from one or more psychiatrists. I tell you what, when you see these divorces play out, and it's not just on a celebrity level, but contentious ones like this. Oh, you kidding it me? It has to... Suck the life right out of you. When nope. you nobody wins. Nobody wins. Trust nobody me. wins. It's <laughs> yeah. a giant waste of time and money. Nobody wins. Yep. All right. On to the Brady Bunch home. I mentioned this. It's Susan Olson's yes. birthday today. Uh, the home is in Studio City, California, and HGTV is the one who bought the home. Uh, David uh, Zaslav, the CEO of Discovery, announced the purchase. <laughs> That's the doorbell. Uh, saying the network bought the house for a new renovation series that promises to restore the home to its 70s glory. And aren't they putting an addition on it? Oh, I don't know. They said one of our projects for HGTV will speak to those Brady Bunch fans on the call uh, and said more detail to come over the next few months, but we'll bring all the resources to bear uh, to tell safe, fun stories about this beloved piece of American TV history. I, I, uh, by the I, way... I, did like, you know that Lance Bass was in the running for, yep. of Insync to buy that house? I heard about this, and he got outbid at like the last moment. Yeah, uh, the house was going for what you said one point one point eight eight five million, which is kind ask, of a steal. Was the asking price, but Bass had bid more than that, and then he was outbid, and he was uh, a little bit upset about it. But the Brady Bunch house is a three bedroom, three bathroom house that we use for the exterior shots of the sitcom. So I don't know if they're going to try to make the interior. 
look like the TV show. I think that's kind of cool. I think that'd be cool if they did that. I think that would be, now what, what the neighbors are afraid of is if they go do that, it's going to be that much more of a, because oh, yeah. they're they're right Tourist. next to their neighbors. It's mm-hmm. not like it's, you know, they're, they're on separate acres. So it's HGTV, and they'll uh, reveal it in the next few months. I, exactly. I love when they go to, to to these iconic houses, and there a couple of shows have done it. There's a, there was a horror series for a while, Preston called um, Horrors Horrors Hallowed Grounds. Yeah. yeah, and they would go to you know visit these houses that you see in horror movies and locations. That's cool. But I mean, you know this this sort of this is American pop culture. Yep, I feel exactly. really bad for Lance Bass. I mean, first he was supposed to go to space. I know, and that, that didn't happen. Yeah. And didn't then he's going to get the Brady Bunch house. He's scaling down. Life is just a cruel, cruel joke to Lance Bass. <sighs> uh, Apple has made a straight-to-series order for a new scripted comedy headed by Rob McElhenney. Yes. Charlie Day. Uh, the half-hour comedy series is reportedly set in a video game development studio. Rob will apparently star in the show in addition to writing and executive producing alongside Charlie. Uh, Apple's new order marks the first time the duo has collaborated as writers since it's always sunny in Philadelphia. So Apple is putting an aggressive move on generating their own content. Yes, and the series will be executive produced under the banner RCG, and it will also be produced by the newly formed Lionsgate 3 Arts Entertainment alongside video game publisher Ubisoft, Ah. uh, known for their Far Cry and Assassin's Creed franchises. So he was working, uh, had been working on the Minecraft movie, but told us that that, that's probably not happening. That's gone. Yeah. Yeah, So uh, this looks like a new project for them. So that's cool, man. Interesting. Hey, uh, pregnant Pippa Middleton. Pippa! Was seen taking tea with her father-in-law the first time that she's been seen in public with David Matthews, her father-in-law, since apparently he was accused of rape. I was not aware of this story. Oh, uh, no, I never heard of that. Uh, Pippa was photographed with her husband James and David's wife Jane in March. David was held... So tell me, how's this whole rape thing going? Uh, David was held in Paris over decades old allegations of rape. Uh, I thought in- you weren't going to bring that up. In April, a second woman came forward saying that uh, he had raped her in the 1980s. He denies these allegations. He's scared and delicious. What about the rape? Uh, so I don't know really anything about that particular accusation. Uh, yeah, that's horrible. Yeah. Uh, this is not horrible. A nude scene starring Marilyn Monroe and Clark Gable from the 1961's The Misfits was thought to be lost to the uh, mists of time, but it, as it turns out, a producer named Frank Taylor had kept some footage locked up. There was a nude scene with Clark Gable and Marilyn Monroe? Yeah, now I don't... I so doubt... Gable is, is much older in this movie than is Marilyn Monroe. Have I, you ever seen it? I No, but I doubt it's a full frontal of Clark Gable. I think it's uh, <laughs> He's more... He's Yeah, I think it's more <laughs> of a... My shaft. Maybe yeah. a topless scene with uh, Marilyn. Yeah, I think that's just... Uh, and Montgomery Clift was in that movie, too. Okay. A famous actor. Uh, the Misfits. A- anyhow, uh, it turns out that this guy held on to it. The scene was found by Charles Casillo, author of the upcoming Marilyn Monroe, The Private Life of a Public Icon. Mm. Uh, the son of the producer, uh, Curtis Taylor, told Casillo that his father saved the footage because he believed that it was groundbreaking. Uh, now, we don't know at this point if the footage will see the light of day or not, but it's not like we haven't seen Marilyn Monroe naked. She was the Playboy. cover Playboy. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, but, but it's the, it's the first they're saying the first time a Dizzy Gillespie was performed wow. on film. Okay, so that's why it's groundbreaking. <laughs> nope, your lips gotta get puff up big. Okay, your cheeks have to poke out like Dizzy's, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they cut that out. Yep. They thought it was a little too groundbreaking. 
Hey, did you see uh, Stephen Seagal is being investigated by the Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office regarding a new sexual assault case? Yeah. Uh, it's second inquiry involving the 66-year-old actor. Uh, in January, the DA's office announced that they were looking into two initial reports of sexual assault involving Seagal, one from actress Regina Simmons, saying that uh, she was 18 and an extra on the film Deadly Ground, on Deadly Ground. Which is horrible, horrible uh, movie. When he allegedly had raped her, another complaint came from former model uh, Fabiola Dadis, who allegedly alleged that he groped her during an audition in 2002. And I think Jenny McCarthy talked about a uh, yeah an audition with him that went south, but uh, yeah. she got out of there before anything happened. Yeah. Uh, it's unclear whether the new case involves either of those women or a third person. And the news comes uh, mere days after Seagal, who has Russian citizenship, was recently named a special representative of the country's Ministry of Foreign Affairs. Well, he's so gregarious. Uh, tasked with helping improve relations with the U.S. We live in weird times, Yes, man. we <laughs> do. Soft-spoken, mumbling, and, he, and he's just huge these days. We, we are almost in The Running Man. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Running Man's more sane. Yeah. Uh, the documentary about Ruth Bader Ginsburg is set to air on CNN next month, four months after its theatrical release. Uh, the film from directors <laughs> Betsy West and Julie Cohen premieres on Labor Day at 9 p.m. Uh, with an encore on September 9th at 8. The network is also launching a podcast next week dubbed Beyond Notorious. Uh, staffers Poppy Harlow and Jeffrey Tubin will host. <laughs> Uh, but apparently, RBG was a surprise hit in theaters, and it earned really? it earned fourteen million dollars, which they were not expecting it to do. Huh. Yeah. Uh, let's see here, uh, Kierna Kiernan Shipka. Yes, and, of course. And Netflix have shared the image. I'm digging here today. All right. To well, the you said Netflix. I'm, I'm listening. Well, they've shared the first images of, of this gal as Sabrina Spellman in oh. the streamer's coming-of-age Chilling Adventures of Sabrina series. I saw the pictures. It looks like they're going for a more serious like, tone. Like witch witch. Yeah. Oh, Dark yeah. witch. Oh, yeah. this is Sabrina like the Teenage craft witch. witch. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah kinda, this isn't on surface. Salem the Talking Cat. No. <laughs> Uh, this is kind of what it looks like. Yeah, so they've uh, so this is going to be a series, not a movie, correct? Yes. All right. Uh, have you guys been watching any of these movies that they've been putting out? The um, the latest one was uh, Extinction. I did. Okay. It's it's okay. It. It's okay. I, I enjoyed it. It, yeah. it took a turn that I wasn't expecting. Which right. I'm like, okay, well, this is good. I was talking to Nate Murphy about it. The thing is, they needed to render it a little bit more because there were certain points in the movie where I'm like, okay, this. Doesn't even look anything close to real. Well, it, it's um, it's with Michael Pena, mm-hmm. and and it's um, it, it's there. Mm-hmm. The the question I always ask is, were you to see this in the theater, what would you think of it? Well, so it's not in the theater, right? And so it's okay, you know, right? Well, because there was another one that how how it ends, and I ended up watching that as well. I don't know why. Yeah, you know, there, it's I on could Netflix. probably yeah, I could probably waste my time watching other things, but. Um, I, I'm just really enjoying the content that Netflix is putting out there. That's right. cool. Yeah. I don't know much about uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina Casey, but it does feature Bronson Pinchot. Oh, <laughs> you're kidding well, me? No. Nope. What is his character's name? George Hawthorne. It's and, not Balky. Uh, not Balky. <laughs> no, his character's name is uh, George Not Balky Hawthorne. <laughs> okay, interesting. Uh, so Chilling Adventures of Sabrina releases its first ten episode season October twenty sixth on Netflix. So obviously they're going for a maybe, Halloween release. Maybe it's more there. along the lines of Buffy. 
Uh, it might. Buffy with, the series. Yeah, have a lighter edge. I mean, have an edge to it. It can have but, a horror edge, but with comedy. Yeah. Uh, it has already been picked up for a second season. So, Well, you don't even have to be on and you get picked up. I guess so. Uh, and then one last story. Two months after his suicide, uh, Anthony Bourdain's New York City apartment is reportedly available for rent now. Uh, the 1,283-square-foot condos located on the 64th floor of the Time Warner Center. And it offers two bedrooms and two bathrooms along with floor-to-ceiling windows, a washer-dryer, and an updated kitchen. I saw a documentary years ago about there's sort of a class of real estate agents and people in the city who are like vultures. They read the obituaries sure. and, they oh, go, yeah. and they they get these properties and and it's it's a whole industry unto itself. It's a joke in uh, when Harry met Sally. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. yeah. They should combine the obituaries with the uh the real estate. The real estate. The real estate. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh and by the way, the building is Lux according to this. Oh, totes Magoats. Totes Lux. It's a maze balls. Eggs Benny, the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but full time doorman, health club, spa, screening room, sun deck. You get the whole OMG, oh. OMG, man. That is so it's extra. Amaze balls, may I say? God. Very right. fetch. God. Yes, I'm just curious. Is this property amaze balls? Very amaze balls. A lot Comes of with the side of awesome sauce. What's that? Se- a lot of douche in one sentence. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's do. <laughs> We're ready for clips. Here we go. <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise. Helps those who are brokenhearted. Absolutely. On, on The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Does it? Get a second chance at love. I love you. Yeah. Hear Colton Underwood. Colton. My name is Colton. Yes. Colton Underwood. And I love you. You can know it. This, they just you met. just know what this douche looks like. I'm Colton. Uh, so anyhow, here Colton Underwood compares the two shows. The uh, Bachelor in Paradise and The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. That's three They're shows. The same right? show. <laughs> Which different is they got different names. Here we go. They are so different, but I knew that going in. You know, they both were great experiences and experiences on their own. But I would say Bachelor in Paradise, it was a little more out of my comfort zone. Just the, the environment being constantly surrounded by relationships. Shut the f- up! <laughs> you know, if he'd come out and said they're the same show, you'd be more likable. Mm-hmm. Well, the truth is, Bachelor in Paradise is more like a um, like a spring break. <laughs> yeah, it's a free for all. Right? It's, it's an orgy on the beach. They they've they get them completely hammered, and uh, so this is what they do. Oh my god, we're looking. Okay, we're looking at video yeah. footage of them ha- of, of all the Crystal. girls having a. Uh, Pillow having fight. a pillow fight. I'm Kevin. I'm a fireman. Well, they're trying to be campy. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> true. It's true. Yeah, you're right. But but they are this idiotic when the actual show is happening. Okay. All right. Next clip. Here we go. Okay. Love connection is back. I love you. Uh, helping single men and women find true love. In this clip, host Andy Cohen talks about how he roots for each and every one of his contestants. Here we go. I try to be on everybody's side. So I try to be a cheerleader for everybody. I don't want anybody to leave feeling humiliated or their feelings are hurt. Yeah! Uh, new episode of Love Connection airs tonight, 9 o'clock. That is on Fox, by the way. We just had him on. That's actually pretty good. He does a good turn with the show. Nice. All right, and there you go. That's what I got for you this morning in our entertainment report. And after that, you need a drink. So, I've got a case of Yard's Refreshing Summer Seasonal ah. Pink, brewed with cherries and raspberries, now available 
with a portion of all sales benefiting the Tiana Foundation dedicated to improving the lives of breast cancer patients. So I'll take caller number 18 at 215-263-WMMR. You have to be at least 21 to win. Pick up pink today at uh, Catelli Duo in Voorhees. 215-263-WMMR's number. We're going to take a quick break. we got guests on the program, stuff to give away. Make sure that you stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. Now, more with Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. A few appearances this week. Uh, Marissa's got one. So is it tomorrow, Marissa? It's tomorrow night. Yeah, yep. Harvest. I'm going to be at Harvest in uh, Radnor right there on, um, is that, that's Lancaster Avenue, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's a five-course rosé dinner. So there's wow. five courses. It's all farm-to-table, um, fresh food. And each course will have a different rosé pairing. Very lovely. Um, and then there's a regular menu and a vegetarian uh, menu that they made available for the whole party. Marissa and I did an appearance there uh, before our vacation, and it was a lot of fun. And actually, I was drinking some. They had a rosé sangria that was delicious that I was drinking that night. But it's it's a really great place there. I love it. Oh, that's right. I hope they pair that with one of the yeah. Oh, it's delicious. Yeah. I can't wait to have some of that. <laughs> really Actually, I do, I do like no, I, I do like uh, sangria. It's yeah. tasty. Is is it uh, sangria? Is a sweeter? It's fruity. You would you could handle it, Steve. Uh, okay, I think so. You know, I'm a pussy when it comes to all that stuff. No, um, it's, it's definitely they they put a lot of sweetness into right. it. Kathy and Marissa, have you guys ever had a froze by any chance? Yeah, yeah, okay. sure. Yeah. All right. What's a froze? A frozen rose. Okay. Yeah. Frozen wine? Yeah, but you know, the, some of the roses can be a little bit sweeter, so yeah. I think when they usually freeze it, it, it they use the sweeter rose. Okay. Well, then owing to our earlier conversation, have you ever had a Dizzy Gillespie? <laughs> <laughs> the frose is like a slushy. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the reason I mentioned this dinner is because uh, you have to make reservations. So call over to Harvest and Radnor if you guys can make it tomorrow. It's like fifty nine dollars a person, five courses. Um, and I hope to see you guys there. And it has cool. a great outside area, by the way. Yeah, that place is great. Yep. So uh, yesterday, you know, obviously the rain was uh, was the topic, as and it continues today. Um, I, did you guys see the footage of the rescue in Upper Darby? Yes. There was a woman that was uh, stuck on top of her car. It's like five feet oh. of water. Um, and I think it was her granddaughter who was off crying or something like that. Oh. And they had to they had to make a, a human chain uh, to, to get, get her, her off of the car. Wow. And so neighbors grabbed uh, they they didn't have enough people to to hold hands all the way across. So they uh, they grabbed some bed sheets and they used those uh, to help get God out bless to her stepping in and doing. Yeah, that. it was this guy. I forgot his name. Uh, I, they showed him on the news, but he's like, I, I heard this child was upset and we had to do something and so they got out there and they... And time is of the essence. Yeah, yeah. Because the water's it, rising. And it can sweep yeah. cars away and people and you get caught underneath things that you can't see uh, under the water. It's yeah. nuts. Steve, to that point, I, I'm I'm really curious as to how much time you have. You know, because you look at, you watch the storm and you like you were saying earlier, we're sitting here in the, in the, on the fourth floor and looking yeah. out the window and you're not really paying attention, but when you're in it, are you, is it a matter of Five minutes, ten it, it, minutes. It can be. It can be sooner in, in areas where there are where there's flash where they're they're prone to flash f- flooding. Obviously implied by the name flash, uh, super quick. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can be caught off guard, and and that's where the the issues come in. Preston, you talked about being trapped down here. Uh, um, on oh Belmont. yeah, by Belmont. Yeah. So you you're going across an area. You're pulling across. It was dark in the morning uh-huh. before work, yeah. and you got caught. And just as soon as you were in a flood, the flood was gone. It drained yeah, so, out. So the car stalled out. Yeah. yeah. And I couldn't go anywhere. And, and I opened my door, and the water's all the way up to the uh, to the floorboard almost of the car. And so I had to close it real quick or water was going to get in the car. And I called you, Steve. Yes. And it was, you know, it was like 4.30 in the morning for it was close to 5 a.m. 
And uh, and I'm like, Steve, I'm, I'm here. I can't move anywhere. There's nobody around. I don't know what to do. And then you walk in the door like 15 minutes later, and then you told me what happened. I'm like, well, <laughs> I, I, I thought for sure you're going to have to be rescued. Within within three or four minutes, the water disappeared. Amazing. I, I, I yeah. reopened the door, and I'm like, it was all gone. I'm like, you're kidding me. And the car started right up. It was very strange. I'm surprised I haven't had any... Uh, major emergencies, especially growing up, because I lived uh, about two or three blocks away from a creek. Right. And any time there was a severe rain, that thing, I mean... People don't believe it. They, well, they don't They don't realize. And, and it happens all the time. And this is what the police and rescue workers have to deal with. Yeah. It looks so benign. It's this little creek or creek, however it's you want to go. It's a creek. Right, a creek. And but when there is a raging downpour, yeah. it becomes a river. Well, you take this creek that was... You know, formerly a creek. No, it was it was a creek. It was always a creek, not a creek. It yeah. was always it a creek. It became a creek uh-huh. after it rained, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. But it was you know when it when it didn't rain, it was about a foot deep max. Right. You know when it rained, it was like twelve feet deep because it, and and it would come up over these banks. And as a child, you're drawn to that. You're like, that whoa, fun. let me sure. go check this out. And you had always we'd always talked about getting a raft. And going down the creek like an idiot, and right. we ne- thank God we never did. Yeah, you know, but, but kids are dumb, you know. And I was a dumb kid too. I've done many, many dumb things, but thank God I never got in a raft and tried to whitewater raft down the creek. When I was a kid, we lived in South Carolina for a few years, and we had swimming holes. Oh, they were called yeah, swimming yeah. hole, and uh, and they were areas of a creek. I don't say creek. Yeah, areas of a creek that had little pools that that would get deep, and then when it would rain, it Pulse. would get crazy deep. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'd want to go swimming, but the parents would never. I, I well, swam in a swimming hole a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and it was uh, it was great. There were two swimming holes that I could choose from. There was one with a flesh-eating virus, and there was one without. <laughs> no, yes. no, it was pretty clean. But uh, but the one that we stayed away from, we uh, we were warned against going because there had been rains, and that one you can easily get washed away. Uh, yeah, I mean, but this is what kids do. But uh-huh. Go ahead, Bryce. Uh, I was going to say, well, Nick, your your home got flooded. Yeah. You had water damage. Yeah, so I was gone most of the day yesterday, and uh, I was in Pensacola, New Jersey for a stretch, and then came home. By the way, uh, my drive home yesterday, during rush hour, there was nobody on the road. I don't know if anybody else experienced this. but like, It was uh, light. Yeah, it was, it was easy, yeah. and, but my wife, uh, so my son is doing this internship, uh, and we live in Harleysville, and this internship is, uh, I don't know, like New Times Square or something like that. But anyhow... Uh, driving there took, uh, we, we're, we're um, uh, carpooling with somebody, took them like four hours. Oh my gosh. And what time of day was that? It was in morning rush. Okay, yes. yeah. So there were n- because there were it kept hitting stories like they that. They kept hitting flooded yeah. areas. People had to turn around and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. They'd stop and then try to have to find another way. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, the morning rush sucked, but the Ooh. evening rush was fine. But anyway, by the time I got home, um, there was uh, a decent amount of water in the basement and um, and again, I'm not trying to uh, cry, you know, about it and be, you know, woe is oh, me kind of a thing, happened. but like, yeah. it just sucks. Happened. It's one of those things where like <laughs> water starts seeping in uh, and we've had water problems in the basement before, but it would only come in on one side. Yesterday it was coming in on, on three of the four sides of the basement. You have a dry vac or a wet vac or whatever? Uh, no, fans. You and have a, a toaster you could put in it? I do have a toaster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Curling iron. A curling iron and a hot plate. Got that uh, hair dryer. Electricity burns off the water. <laughs> right. Yeah. What I like to do, Steve, is sit down in the water. Right. And, and, and then uh, plug cover yourself in tinfoil. As many <laughs> appliances as possible. Put a lightning rod in your ass. <laughs> you, you. Yeah. And a hand grenade in your mouth. We're on the yeah, same yeah. page. No, it, no. It's, but what sucks is the water starts seeping in there's nothing you can do about it you just watch it as it's coming in through the walls i don't know what to do to stop it as it's coming in and then anything and i moved into this house in uh, late december and uh, january anything that we'd left on the basement floor was just ruined and it's, so like yeah. it sucks it sucks frames when of things and like yeah. it, it was all stuff how, that, how deep 
at, at the deepest part ever, less than an inch, but that's enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. enough to cause damage. Yeah, we learned because we had a uh, we had a uh, um, a pipe break oh, on I remember us. When you did yeah, that it was a few happened. years ago, and it and it flooded. Next, and you know you don't know what's going on right. down there, and next thing you know, you go down, you got a couple inches of water. And we learned from that. So everything now in the basement that sits on the floor is in a plastic container. That's so smart. And then we have shelves and the stuff that are in yeah. cardboard boxes or whatever else go up on the shelves. Or put it on a pallet or something like that. Yeah, just something that raises a raft. it up, up a put little everything bit. everything in a raft. Yeah, inflated raft. Something I, like that. I, I, I would tell you this. It, it was coming from the, the old house in Maniunk where there was just a little, there was an issue with a door in the back of the basement where the, the water would come in and now in Mount Airy, which is bone dry. It's, I, I love it. But it just sucks having, every time you look out the window, I'd be at work and you'd, you'd see it pouring down. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. yeah I, I, uh, what's going to be happening at, at home? Because, listen, you, you ostensibly have a basement for storage and you like to put things down on the ground right. occasionally. I remember you were having an issue with that pump you guys then, had out uh, in the back or something like that. Then, then I, listen to me, oh, our yeah. Buckminster Fuller, the engineer, I came up with a plan to basically set a float in the back, a, a, a PVC pipe and everything, and I and, and my brother brother in law built it, and it finally worked. But yes, Preston, every time it would start to flood, it would come up to like the door level. Yeah. And I always think of that movie, The River, with Mel Gibson and Sissy Spacek and the sandbags and all yeah. that stuff. I, I could not live that way with people who live. So that was again, Nick. That's maybe an inch or two coming in. Right. When you're talking about. People who routinely have a foot in their basement. Oh yeah, there was uh, yesterday. How do you do that? Driving by the Perkyoman Creek, uh, mm-hmm. there there are some houses that are up on stilts, and there's a reason they're up on yeah. stilts. But everybody had their cars pulled up on the main road because they couldn't park in their driveways. Yeah. that's with Maniac right now. Yeah, the water was right up in their backyard. Yeah, they, all the people in the lower areas of Maniac in anticipation of the flooding have been told to move their cars. I'm going to go to Nate real quick. Hi, Nate. You're on the air. Good morning. No problem. You look a little bit more drier today. Hey, Nate, you're on the air, buddy. <laughs> hey, Nate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're, you're on the air now, man. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. <laughs> that's, that's, okay. that's all right. You're obviously working. <laughs> What's up, brother? So, yesterday when I come back to the shop, the whole uh, shop was flooded out and my car got washed out. And uh, I live up by U Preston in Soderton. Oh. So, and this was probably about 8, 30, 9 o'clock in the morning, and I didn't get... That tow truck didn't get to me till about quarter after six at night. Wait a minute. So your your what happened to your car? It it uh, was just completely. So what are the way the the shop is? It comes down into the um comes down into a, a ravine, right? And yeah. so yeah, I had water all the way up to the bo- uh, top part of my side pockets of my door. Jeez. And uh, some other guys uh, had their tow cars wiped out. Oh, so there's a bunch of us that had uh, their cars washed out. So once once water technically, and I don't know how insurance companies reckon this, but once once it once it reaches that height on a car, a car is officially labeled totaled. Correct? As far as I know, yeah. yeah. Because uh, I think it's once it's the electronics are right, fine, right, you're, you're done, huh. and then once you get rid of the water. And then once there's a little bit of water in there, there's always that chance of it coming back and forming mold. Yeah, yeah, yeah of the course. Joy, yeah. The joy of mold. That's the other thing. Thanks, yeah. Uh, yeah. Nate. Sorry to hear about that, by the way. But that's what, and Nick, That's that'll be your yeah. immediate concern is to get rid of the damage so you don't have a mold issue down the way. Exactly, right. yeah. So we, the house is about uh, 88 years old, so the basement walls are really thick. And what I'm curious as to uh, the best way to prevent this from happening again in the future, like what kind of sealant can you put on the walls to, to prevent it from happening again? 
And um, do I file a homeowner's insurance claim? Because, I, you know, I have insurance. None of the stuff was worth millions of dollars, but uh, there was the Picasso. Oh, yes, it was. The Nick. Picasso was Wink. down there. Yeah. 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 And those Wink. Casey, those diamonds that were <laughs> underneath. The bag of diamonds? Yeah. Oh, they still there? They floated away. So, oh, no. yeah, I don't know where those went. Uh, th- that's a good question because I've always heard people are, are a good issue. Uh, when you have uh, this flooding in your basement, is, is there... Do you have to do something foundational to stop that? Well, I think you need to. I think the biggest thing is to make sure that mold isn't going to grow. Right. And if you have that amount, unless of you're water a mold farmer, there, yeah, you might want to have somebody come in and treat well, it. We used to have flooding in my basement, in my home back in St. Louis, and uh, my dad uh, built a French drain into the. Uh, Ooh la la! In, yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> he uh, he he got you know he he went and rented the equipment. He got a jackhammer and Henri, what can you recommend? I would recommend the French drain. And and your he, dad. Put the French. Yeah, of course, yeah, of course, he he's did. a man. <laughs> he, he, My he, dad fought in World War Two. They're men. Yeah, he, he took. He got. He got a jackhammer and jackhammer. I was using paper towels. Oh, part, right. of, part of the uh, the cement in the floor and put, and put this sump pump in and a French drain. And, and all what this did you stuff. do? You were watching eating Cheetos, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I handed him the hammer. That's <laughs> one time. Pretty much what I did. Yeah. You need a Phillips head or? A Why did you go adjust your dress? But we never. <laughs> We never had a flooding issue after that, so well, there may be preventative things you yeah. can do, Nick, but they might cost you a penny. Yes. Do you have that, Nick? Do you well, have a French drain? Uh, no. Step and you one, speak invite, French? <laughs> you invite, do. I do, yeah. I'll invite President's dad over. <laughs> Maybe he can help. No, I, I have a, uh, I got a sink in the basement. Does that help? Uh, That's no, it. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, that'll, I think you're done. You're ready to go. That'll fix it Just all. Just keep the sink running. Uh, I'm going to go to Jonathan. Hey, Jonathan, good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, hey what? What's up, man? How you guys doing? Good. So, yeah, I live on the Schuylkill River uh, right in Port Indian over in Western Oregon. And I got home yesterday early because uh, it was raining, so I was off. And it was surprising to see how quick this water came up. Um, to put it in perspective, my backyard, I got six steps that go down to a seawall. The water usually sits about a foot and a half below that. By the time I left work and got home, the water was already up to, like, the second step. Yeah. Within an hour, it was about six feet into my backyard. And there's a creek that comes down Port Indian wow. Road and meets the river. I mean, there was 40-foot, 50-foot trees flowing down the river. And Yeah, Jonathan, so so you live there. You've been there for a while. And it, it surprised even you as how, uh, to Nick's question earlier about how fast it can happen. Uh, it's incredibly fast. Yeah, I mean, like, I've only been there a year, but, you know, I've seen some rises in the water. But, yeah, this was insane. I mean, I was literally sitting there watching it inch towards me, you know, by a minute. And I got, I ended up getting about a foot in my basement and garage. Oh, man. Jonathan, do you you have, like, an escape plan? You know, like, if all of a sudden you you see the water get to a certain level, it's like, okay, we have to leave. Like a French escape tunnel? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so I actually have, like, a little eight-foot dinghy boat that I had to the steps. Got a motor on it. I had, you know, everything I needed up on the deck. All right. As far as life, uh, you know, life preservers and oars and all that stuff. It's funny. My neighbor actually has a zip line because right up above our house, there's the Schuylkill Trail, and he actually has a zip line going from his deck to the Schuylkill Trail, which is genius. I want one, but. Yeah, I mean, if anything happened, we were able to get out on the boat if we needed to. But luckily, I woke up this morning and the water was already depleted down past uh, my uh, backyard already. That's good. So. Do you live off? Do you happen to live off uh, River Road then? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. So that's uh, the Schuylkill Trail goes right by there. Right, right, right by. Well, no, well I'm, I'm off um, Schuylkill Avenue, Port Indian. 
Oh, okay. So, All right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Not off River Road. All right, gotcha. Yeah. So with, with you, you obviously you you have uh, I assume um, the insurance obviously for for that. How expensive is that? Is you know to because you're you're right there in a flood area. I mean, do you pay out the uh, uh, the proverbial bunghole, as they say, for that? Because you're constantly at risk yeah. of flooding. Fortunately, fortunately for me, I actually rent the property that I'm at right now. Okay. Um, so it's only about 25 bucks a month, and they cover me up to about $40,000 in damages. So I don't feel like buying the house and paying the 900 that they estimated. So Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, but some people are, are – and, and there are people who are even in – you know that that just sit right on the almost virtually on the river. You know, yeah. maybe like a foot and a half between them and, and the, the the cresting river. It's your the, the slightest rain will be an issue. Exactly. I'm I'm about three to four feet from water level to like my back door, my basement. Um, Hurricane Floyd, the water was actually up to the top deck all the way across. So Whoa! I mean, come on. You know, it, if you go down to Maniunk, it, and it, it'll blow your mind if you go into the Maniunk um, brewery down there. Uh, yeah. they have they have that line of of one of the last big yeah. floods. How far it came up? You're you're in the restaurant. It's up about six six and a half feet. Yeah, yeah. I remember that Thanks, hurricane Jonathan. Floyd. Uh, there was water in my parents' basement, and that was like a foot and a half. And that was in uh, in Paoli. I'm getting a lot of people um, uh, who have suggested this thing where you have to excavate the exterior and then apply tar or some t- type of water sealant yes. to the outside, to the exterior, and that'll prevent anything so from... So dig down to, yeah. the, to the actual bottom of the uh, you know foundation what? on the outside. It might be worth Ugh. it, though. Yeah. My, my brother-in-law, actually, who I'm now all my brothers-in-law are contractors, he has a smaller house, so he's in the process of actually lifting the house up oh, on stilts. Yeah, But that's got to be incredibly expensive. Yep. Uh, hang on. Darren Not if wants- you use a toaster. Uh, Darren wants to comment on your issue, Nick. Hi, Darren. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Sorry about at work. All right, man. What's up? So, Nick, I've dealt with the exact same problem you had for years, and I I was absolutely shocked at what I found is when it leaks on every side like that, more than likely, your gutters are clogged or they're not directed away from the house properly. Yeah, Um, that's actually something that we had addressed uh, not that long ago because I've only been in the house for a short amount of time, and, and they said that it was okay, but maybe it's something that needs to be readdressed. Yeah, because the last storm that we had, I cleaned my gutters two weeks prior because, you know, we've had rain, God knows, every day. Right. But uh, within two weeks, my gutters were 100% full again, and I had water leaking in my basement. I went out in the pouring rain, ripped everything out, and within 40 minutes, the water had all but stopped coming into the basement, and we were able to to vacuum it up. Okay. Well, that's excellent. Number one cause of flooded basement. All right, you're saying gutters wow. number one. now because he might have a point. Thanks. All my gutters, and I did this with smart thing when we moved into the house. I run all my gutters into my neighbor's basement. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. that's smart. Yeah, it's that's smart. A good yeah, sure so we get we have nothing. So the, I don't see how the gutters would. Uh, well, if would they're not cause flooding, if they're too close to the house, if the downspouts are too close to the house, then the water just uh, doesn't get far enough away. I mean, it's like literally the most basic part of um, of oh. engineering, and so the water needs to be directed further away from the house, preferably downhill. And then so it'll run away from the foundation and not work its way back into the house. Any wow. Frenchman can tell you that, Preston. Right, right yeah. exactly. Man, we're overdue for some decent weather. This is, right. this is ridiculous. Well, Maybe we'll get a great fall. Weren't you I saying before so. we, was it just yesterday, Nick, I, I, it all becomes a blur. Uh, we only had th- uh, three days. One three-day stretch this summer <laughs> of, uh, of no rain. One three-day stretch. Really? Yes. Wow. I mean, come on. That's Especially garbage. when you That's happen garbage. to be one of those <laughs> rare businesses 
that, you know, kind of relies on good weather, yeah. like, you know, shore points and stuff like that. But this yesterday was – did you see the footage of, of the uh, KOP, the food court again? Yeah. Flooded again? Oh, Flooded yeah. out of the mall. Oh, really? Yes. yes. And, and some of the stores down there, too. It wasn't – I mean, the, the food court flooded, yeah. but a lot of the stores had to close on that bottom level right on that side. Yeah. How, how When you have that much money tied up into in, into your in commerce and revenue and your inventory, how is that not taken care of? It happened – a year ago, a year and a half ago, at the King of Prussia Mall. Yeah, remember that? Remember that? Remember that? I flood? remember it happening before. I don't remember when it was. Yeah, you know, but yeah. How do you? How does that not correct? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially on a place that's been around that long. French trains and French trains. French trains. Come, Come on. on. <laughs> hey, hey. hey. <laughs> uh, just a, a couple of other what? notes. Um, become best friends. French trains. I'm sorry. One more time, please. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs> so a lot of people are recommending this product called Drylock, D R Y L O K, uh, for basement ceiling. And then Steve also people are saying that uh, homeowners insurance and even regular flooding insurance does not cover basement flooding. Hey, what Is about that, that, right? that, what? that infomercial stuff? That you just spray it on and that guy, the guy does puts it, it on the screen door, puts it, it in the bottom it, of the boat, put, and then he goes. Whoa! What you don't see is him drowning a minute later. What are you talking about? So he takes it. He he cuts the bottom out of a canoe, takes a screen door, sprays this crap all over it, puts it at the bottom of the boat, and then goes out. I've not seen this yet. And then he says, Woo! All right. I'll look into that. Yes, look into that <laughs> because I'm... you could then you could yell "woo doggy." Yep. Okay. Uh, I think I've seen. Is that the same stuff where they'll take like a a bucket, a bucket, and they yeah. drill big holes in it, and water's coming, coming yeah, out of it, right, right. like like while water's same coming out of it, they'll put the stuff it. on it. And, and a pool, they do yeah. it on a pool. Woo doggy. Okay. In fact, they give they they do one of the the gentlemen's stitch Preston with it. Oh, oh shut up! No way. Flex seal. That's what. It's... All right. I'll start with the dry lock and then I'll go to the flex seal. Woo! Tighter than I ever imagined. Tighter than, like a pro, like prom night. Woo! <laughs> oh, please get the woo doggy. See, here woo we go. Doggy. Uh, That's it. He's got the. We're looking at the commercial up. right now. Flex back, seal. Back that up, please, if you would. The, <laughs> the screen door There's thing. That's ridiculous. He also, there's another. Uh, wow. The one that I'm talking about, he cuts the boat in half. And then tapes it together with this flex seal. That I haven't seen. Yes. Woo! Okay. Um, Hang on. Let me go to Tom. Works for a uh, basement waterproofing company. Hi, Tom. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, how you doing? Good. What's up, man? Good. I've been listening to all this uh, news about uh, water getting in basements, and I see it every single day. Yeah. I'm an inspector for a basement waterproofing company. Okay. And uh, I just heard the guy say about gutters uh, being clogged up, and that is absolutely true. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, And it is very important to get the water away from the house. But still, it doesn't fix the problem right. of the water getting in the basement. So um, we do – we specialize in French drains. I Got, got a kick out of hearing what you said about your dad making a French Yeah, train. he did it, man. Um, yeah, and it, Nick said that he's got no French train in there now. Correct. Um, so that may very well be what he needs to do. Um, okay. If, you know, you, you, we have found that there is no way to stop the leak from coming in. You've actually got to 
uh, redirect the water. Yeah, you got to pump that water out. Yeah, yeah. So you got to get it, get it so that it will flow into the French drain over to a sump and get pumped out so away from the house. The idea um, of 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 digging around and sort of re tarring or recovering over the 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 basic foundation of the house uh, is that the only surefire way to make sure you're going to correct the problem? No, if if you're referring to doing it from the outside, yeah, uh, that is way too expensive. Okay, and way too much work. I mean, we we can do it, and we've had customers that said, "Hey, I want to have it uh, redone on the outside of the foundation wall." Yeah, well, think about it. We're going to bring a backhoe in. We're going to go. Uh, we're going to dig down the outside of your house uh, to get all the way down, probably eight, seven or eight feet down. Um, now OSHA says for every foot down that you dig, you have to foot, you have to dig one foot out. Oh, so if you're, now that's yeah, what yeah. Says. Not that everybody does that. Right. Think about how, so how many pounds that is that? Is. No, <laughs> yeah, t- <laughs> no, I, I know what you're saying. That's a lot of work. And Tom, people right, are saying so that's like a eight to $12,000 job. Easy. Woo. Oh, oh, <laughs> Sorry. You're, you're way off. <laughs> it's a lot more than that. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. You can easily spend forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars What if? <laughs> you're, you're, destroying your, you're destroying all your landscaping. Yeah, yeah. Your, uh, you've got, your yard is going to be full of dirt, and um, and you've also got to deal with issues okay. like air conditioner. What, what if you just turned your basement into a pool? <laughs> Now that's a great idea. I always thought, I always thought that'd be the coolest I idea. Like There's that. a scene in the movie, The, the uh, Incredible Shrinking Man, where he, his, his basement floods and it's basically a, like a, an Olympic sized pool. It would be pretty yeah. cool. That would be awesome. My other approach, usually for stuff like this, is uh, ignore the problem and hope it'll go away. Right? Yeah, yeah, yes. Good job. Turn right. up I'm the stereo. Yeah. Turn up the TV. I'm really good at that. Uh, well, Tom. That, that does happen a lot. I, I mean, I if I go to somebody's house and I tell them what they need and they don't do it, uh, believe it or not, right now is when I'm hearing from them. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. we are seeing we are seeing rain like we've never seen before. Um, we are. I go into houses. I probably go to eight to ten houses a week. Now, do they know I you're say, coming? Or? <laughs> <laughs> well, they called me. Okay, uh, but um, but honestly, I would say probably seventy five percent of the people's houses that I'm going into, the first thing they tell me is. We've been living in this house for 25 or 30 years, and we have never seen anything like this before. Yeah, no, it's, and, it's, it's the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, we appreciate so the info. An yeah. yeah, and so, Nick, hey, if I can help you out, I'd be more than happy to come up and visit you. I work That'd be all great. over Philly. All over Philly? Uh, okay. Yeah, send me an email, man. Email Thanks. Nick at WMMR.com. Okay, you got Thank you, man. Right, thanks, Tom. Thanks, appreciate Tom. It. Yeah, those guys are going to be quite busy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anybody who does yeah. that yeah. So work right tours now. business down, but their business is up. Well, yeah. with that, you see the commercials now, these these places that come in and, and then talk about the mold and the, and, the, and the drywall and the replacing all that. That's a that's a, that's a a huge industry right now as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the, 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 the fire damage in the kitchen where the company comes in and, and refixes everything or the flood in the business. Yep. Uh, how, how good are they? You know those companies. Yeah, not really sure, but uh, people are going to be calling them uh, yes. to uh, to get some fixes because there was a lot of flooding that took place over the last uh, day, last twenty four hours or so. All right, just a heads up on that that there is more rain, scattered thunderstorms today. I don't know exactly when we're expecting those to hit, uh, but then after that, we're looking like pretty much in the clear for the rest of the yes! week. So we got We get a break. Thank you for getting that. We <laughs> 
Um, I would like to give away some bitch boxes. Oh. Yay! It's Kathy's Bitch Box Part 2. It's a Preston and Steve <laughs> sorority party that is coming up. And this is going to be at Harris, Philadelphia, a week from Thursday, 6 to 8 p.m. Now, you have to be able to come to this in order uh, to get the bitch box, all right? So uh, let's take three callers, 215-263-WMMR. Ladies only, if you bring a friend uh, and you get through and you're able to go, the friend that you bring has to be female as well. It's a ladies only party. Uh, 215-263-WMMR, you have to be at least 21 years of age, and you will get Kathy's Bitch Box filled with some of her favorite products. First drink is free. Happy Hour Buffet as well. Make sure you sign up for a total rewards card from Harris, Philadelphia. Receive $250 in offers and uh, take exit eight on I-95. Harris, Philadelphia, gambling problem called 1-800-GAMBLER. And just a quick thank you to a couple people that are involved. Bondi Band, Sets Beauty, Wind and Wave Soap, Wine Knots, Priori Skin Care, Crest Toothpaste, and Jade Yoga. And there's mm-hmm. a lot more coming in that, too. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. Bizarre file on the way. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, Birthday Boy. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Click local shots at WMMR.com to see and hear more. Birthday Boy, Jackson's local shots artist of the month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I want to thank uh, Union Tap House for being here this morning. Best of Manny Young 2016 in two categories. Best Wings and Best Tap List. That's pretty awesome. Very impressive. And you can enjoy the uh, greatest wings ever in 20-plus sauces. They have honey Caribbean. They brought some of this in today, too. Yeah, you should see the uh, the group that's gathered already out there digging into them. Uh, honey Caribbean, Mexi Jalapeno, Domingo Unchained. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, Southern Country and uh, many, many more. And we'll do some giveaways in conjunction with those guys being here this morning, feeding our guests, which is cool. So thank you guys for being here. Uh, we're going to do the Bizarre File. Let's do that now. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. File! All right, this morning it is brought to you by Skull Shaver. Attention, bald guys. Shave your heads in less than 90 seconds and say goodbye to Nick's Cuts and Scrapes with the all-new Pitbull from Skull Shaver. Use promo code BALD at SkullShaver.com for exclusive discounts. Well, we'll start with the story of a man who was left in agony after his penis fell off at home. Yeah, that's going to ruin any evening. Yeah, uh, after ignoring his symptoms for 12 months, the 82-year-old finally went to the hospital to seek help. Who ignores penis syndrome? The last straw was when his penis fell off. The patient from Not the in- first step. The patient from India was suffering from a huge ulcer on his penis Shut as well up. as severe swelling and skin shedding. I'll I'll wait till it gets bad. Doctors drained the pus-filled swelling next to his penis. (laughs) And then the uh, doctor killed himself. And he was prescribed antibiotics, but things got only worse for the man. Two weeks later, he was rushed to the hospital after the ulcer caused his penis to fall off and rot. (gasps) Yep. Dr. Gaurav Garg uh, said a... Clinical examination revealed the ulcer caused the man's penis to drop off. He had also had hard lumps down the left-hand side of his groin, despite denying any history of sexually transmitted infection. So what was this attributed to? 
Uh, well, test on the residual penile stump. <laughs> Anyone had that penile stump? Uh, I'd like to take a look at it. Revealed the man had uh, squamous cell carcinoma, a type of skin cancer. Uh, the loss Jeez. of his penis damaged the man's urethra, leaving an, uh, him unable to use the bathroom. Although doctors performed surgery to construct a catheter to allow him to pee, the man died 15 days later. Oh, my God. Yeah, when things start falling off, you're on the way out. Uh, apparently, auto-amputation of the penis due to carcinoma penis is very rarely reported in literature, uh, which means it, it falls off on its own. You know, they didn't surgically remove it. It fell off. Yeah, I mean, that's honestly, uh, so many cases like this where you report like on, uh, the, like the dude with the super elephantitis testicles. How do you let it get? Yeah, or people who have a tumor that all of a sudden grows right. and, and it weighs 40 pounds. I'll wait till it hits 50 pounds. Yeah, yeah. The doctor said it was likely the man allowed his condition to worsen due to lack of knowledge about available medical treatments. Uh, squamous cell carcinoma is a type of non-melanoma skin cancer. This usually occurs on the outer layer, but it got a little bit intense with this guy. I'd say so. Uh, the This is a pretty wild man. The children of a man who died when he flew a small airplane into his home early Monday morning are still trying to understand what happened. Uh, the deceased was identified as Dwayne Yowd. Uh, Parker Yowd, 17 years old, recalled his last words with his father. He said, I love you, good luck, and I'll see you tomorrow. And then he got into his truck and drove away. Police arrested Dwayne Yowd about 7.30 p.m. Sunday following a domestic dispute. Yowd was released from the Utah County Jail on bail and then followed procedure in uh, requesting a police escort to retrieve belongings at the home. A short time later, Dwayne Yowd flew a Cessna 525 Citation jet belonging to a company he had worked for from the Spanish Fork Airport and crashed it into his home at about 2.30 a.m. So um, not only is he looking to kill himself, but uh, the family was home, weren't they? It's what it seems like. So Dwayne Yao died on scene and his wife and a juvenile inside the home escaped safely. Uh, Yowd was the plane's sole occupant. Now, his daughter, this guy's daughter, Jocelyn, drove up to Arizona where she heard about what had happened. She defended her father late Monday afternoon and said that she knew he was hurting. Uh, she said he's being portrayed That's really not a good defense. as not in a positive light, and it's really hard and upsetting to hear this because he's not this person that's being portrayed. The plane flew underneath nearby power lines and clipped the corner of a garage across the street as it crashed. Police called it miraculous that more people weren't injured. Uh, the plane in the house caught fire, but the flames were extinguished. Police were aware of one other domestic violence incident in which Dwayne Yowd was arrested within the past year. Uh, Jocelyn Yowd, the daughter, took a moment to shed a positive light on her father, saying he was an amazing man and would do absolutely anything for anyone. I feel very, 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 very blessed to be able to call him my father. Sounds like the dude was trying to kill his wife and in the process this, yeah, of killing maybe himself. Maybe not the son, but at least the wife. Uh, the National Transportation Safety Board will investigate the incident and uh, plan to have a preliminary report within the next five days. Wow. Uh, how about this story of survival? A logging truck driver is recovering after being run over by his own fully loaded truck. A guy Ooh. named Troy West used a special set of skills to save his own life, even though he ended up losing a leg. A special set of skills that allows <laughs> logging trucks to drive over me. Wait, wait, do you hear what he did? He said, I basically felt or heard the bones in my leg break. Oh, my God. As he stood, tightening the load of his logging truck deep in the woods, it started to skid. It knocked him under the back wheels. He said, so I spun around on my back underneath. Jeez. And it had already taken most of it off in the first set of duels, and that's... When I shoved it 
and ripped my leg off. He ripped his own leg off. Yes. Okay. Because there was no one that was going to be able to get to him, and he knew it. Here's what you have to remember. His penis didn't fall off. That's Mm -hmm. right. It was April 16th, and the weather was cold, snowy, and windy. The rescue helicopter wasn't going to make it, and the nearest paramedics were nearly an hour away. Wes said that he knew. He just knew what he had to do. His coworkers rushed to help him. He said, I told everybody, stay calm. Uh, he had them make a tourniquet for what was left of his leg out of a belt. Oh, my God. And he God. then told them to use, uh, to ask for Medic 93 and 96 out of Graham Fire and Rescue. Troy was also a firefighter and fire commissioner with Ording Valley Fire and Rescue. He, it is uh, something that he'd been doing since he was 18 years old. He said, I was the only one that was calm and everybody else was freaking out. Of course. And, and he said, and I calmed them down. Yeah. He even talked to the 911 dispatcher himself. He told, he said... He told dispatch, and they go, is the patient alert and oriented? And I go, you're talking to him. Mm-hmm. This is what I want. So wow. he knew exactly what he wanted to do. I, you know, I've, I've, I know how this guy feels. I had a scab one time where I was pulling it off, and it was still attached to some pretty live skin. Yeah. Mo- moment, moment of decision. Yeah. 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 It hurt. What are you going like, to do? I, gotta, I have to just yank it off. And, and I just closed my eyes. And, and passed out. You <laughs> <laughs> went for it, huh? Yeah. Uh, by the way, he is recuperating at his home after nearly losing his life and will be getting a prosthetic leg soon. But there's not much room for West and his wife to move around. They live in a single-wide mobile home with their dog, so I feel horrible for this guy. Mm. Uh, but he saved his own life. That's uh, an incredible story of survival. How lucky. And then one last story. Two men are wanted after purchasing external hard drives from Target stores replace and replacing the hardware with Play-Doh inside of them and then returning the equipment with Come receipts. On. I lost all my data on my Play-Doh. The sheriff's office issued warrants for the arrest of two suspects. Jose Rivera Jr. purchased 69 external hard drives from 16 different Target stores. And Rainier Bentolin... Uh, of Orlando returned the hard drives using receipts. Once the boxes were opened by Target employees, however, they discovered Play-Doh was inside the hard drives. Is in how place. I hook my USB up to the Play-Doh? In his heart and place of the hardware. The total value of the theft was over $6,000. Uh, they've been charged with organized scheme to defraud and conspiracy to commit organized scheme to defraud. Kathy, what are you going to do about this? <laughs> You're a big target person. I don't know. You cannot let this happen. Mm-mm. And that is what I have for you in the Bizarre File this morning. Uh, we're welcoming a guest to the studio for an event that is coming up on the 18th. And uh, maybe she can shed some information on the weather, too, if you yes. want to mind. She <laughs> is a meteorologist, of course. From NBC10, please welcome Crystal Clyde. Yay! Yay! Good morning, Crystal. Hi. How I'm so you? glad to be here. Oh, happy to have you. So we're going to talk about the Clear the Shelters event and so forth. But real quick, the, the this weather is just <sighs> has sucked. Are we looking pretty good for the next few days? After today, it looks a lot better. It's just been brutal how much rain we've been getting. Yesterday so, was nonstop. It's okay. Because I, I said this a few times and people say, it hasn't been that bad. This has been a bad summer, has it not? It, it's been rough. Yeah. Yes. You know, I mean, this time of year we get rain. We get a good bit of it. But yes. It's been so hard because it's been some areas that have been repeatedly over and over and over pounded to the point where... Flooding happens so yeah, easily. Uh, and I feel like we're all kind of in that general area because it just it seems when you get up ahead of steam, there's the rain comes in again. Okay. But yeah. we're, we're moving in now to what is technically going to be a heat wave because it's going to be three days above 90 degrees, Looking correct? like it. And we haven't had very many of these. Just a week or so ago, I was counting out and we've had way, way, way more rainy days than we have had uh, days in the 90s. So okay. it's been a little bit of flip-flop from what you might think for summertime. But yes, we have 90s and some dry conditions coming up <laughs> tomorrow. Oh, thank uh, goodness. Nice. <laughs> all right. So, and, and Saturday. 
Saturday looks pretty good, and this is uh, an event that is taking place on Saturday. It's Clear the Shelters. Tell us about it, please. Yeah, I'm super excited to be a part of this. It's going to be my first year uh, actually being a part of the day of event. Um, I typically on the weekends get to bring different shelters and rescues in, so this is going to be really fun. Nearly 50 shelters and rescues are going to be joining NBC10, Telemundo 62, and uh, supporting this great day where they're going to have waived adoption fees. Which is awesome. It's great, and they and they literally, and it's been a number of years. It's been going on. Live up to the name quite often, where they clear yes. the shelves of these these animals that get that get adopted out. And when that happens, they always say you adopt one animal, you save two lives because it, it provides more space now for another animal to go into that spot. So absolutely, it's a win. But you you guys do a great job. Thank you. You know, it's it's such a great event because of the fact that we are participating in something that's such a necessity, not just locally, but across the whole country. This is an initiative that goes on. Um, the initiative Clear the Shelters over the last several years has led to about 150,000 adoptions. Wow. Yeah, amazing. Last year, the day of Clear the Shelters here in the Philadelphia area, 1,450 animals were rescued. So literally clearing the shelters. My hope is that this year we can push it to above 1,500. Um, it's my birthday on Saturday. So I'm saying it's my birthday wish if we can get up to that 1,500 mark. And, um, you know, people ask sometimes too, you know, this makes me nervous. The adoption fees are waived. Can people just come in, snag a dog, and maybe they're not responsible enough to have a pet? But they still have to go through the screening process that they would normally have to do at a shelter or rescue. Um, you still have to bring ID. It's suggested that you bring other pets you may have to see how they would interact with that future animal, or if you have children, the same to bring the whole family. So all the things that are in place when you're going through a normal adoption, yes. and we, we, you know, we, we hope, and obviously you guys do as well. Uh, that the the people are serious about it, know that Absolutely. it's an, it's an undertaking, especially if you're ado- you know you're adopting a dog, mm-hmm. uh, whatever you're adopting. It's 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 a life you're bringing into your house, so you got to be prepared for that. But if you can do it on a day and, and save some money, and you know then you use that money to buy some food or whatever or litter, it's it's all good. So how many participating um, shelters in the area? So it's almost fifty shelters and rescues, and all of them are offering those waived adoption fees. Some other fees may apply, and like you said, there's still the responsibility of owning a pet afterwards. Yeah. I have a shelter dog myself, and you know there's definitely that responsibility of the food, and you yeah. wanna, you want to give them all the treats and toys and everything. But it's really awesome to have those adoption fees waived at nearly fifty locations, and the list of all those locations is available on NBC10.com. So if you're curious what's closest to you, you can pop onto our website and check that out. And where are you going to be? Uh, you know what? I think they're still deciding where okay. I'm going to be, but I will be there all day long. And my favorite thing ever is to be around <laughs> animals, so I will be having the time of my life on Saturday. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Nice. You're going to be doing like live check-ins or anything yes, like that? Yes, we're going to okay. be doing live check-ins through the morning, and then I think I'll put a little story together hopefully for the afternoon. I've been lucky enough to put a couple stories together, some success stories with different shelters and rescues across the region so far. And um, you know what? It's true that getting a shelter pet changes your life. It mm-hmm. really does. We, we have... Ten of them. So, <laughs> I love it. Nine cats and a dog. So. And by amazing. the way, congrats. You, you said your uh, second year anniversary at uh, NBC 10. Just recently. passed. Yeah, you. July 4th. So it's been awesome. Time has flown by, which yeah. means I'm having fun, right? So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, it is this Saturday. And if uh, people need to get the information, is there uh, you can go to NBC yep, 10's NBC website? NBC10.com. We've got it all over the place. You can search Clear the Shelter in the bar uh, search bar if you can't find it. And we've got all the info you'll need about where to go. Excellent. Okay. That is this Saturday. Keep that in mind. If a pet is uh, is been on your mind. This is a great opportunity to do it. And like Steve said, save some money in the process too. So, yes. All right. Thank you very much, Crystal. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you being here. Crystal Clog guys. MDC Tim. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. 
Preston and Steve Show on 93.3 WMMR. Like the podcast? You'll also love it live. When you can call in. Weekdays from 6 a.m. to about 10.30 a.m. on the radio at 93.3 WMMR. Or stream the show live via MMR's mobile app. By the way, we have a new Daily Rush video that is up. Nick Murphy and company have uh, posted this. It is called The Legality of Rubbin Tugs. <laughs> and it says, yes, Casey, we're going there. I let them. I say let them. I guess that was your uh, uh, that was your stance on I that particular day. Re- I let them. I think I maybe started taking the conversation into a place where we didn't intend to go. Okay. That happens well, from time to time. Uh, it? Yeah, it's weird. Uh, sponsored by Punchline Philly Fishtown's newest comedy club, restaurant, and bar, by the way. So check out the new Daily Rush video at uh, PrestonSteve.com. Oh, and I also got to do a shout-out. It's a birthday shout-out. Uh, intern Nick's dad's birthday oh, is today, hey. and his dad's name is also Nick, and he's a mere 45 years old today. Oh, dear God. Yeah, so here's a uh, shout-out. <coughs> shout-out for uh, Nick's Dad and his birthday. Is Nick a junior? Do we know? Uh, I don't know. You yes, he is. Okay, Nick Junior. Nick yep. Junior. I forgot a shard out earlier this morning, Preston. And so, uh, <laughs> if you will indulge me for one moment, it is my parents' forty seventh wedding anniversary. Hey! Wow, oh, nice. And uh, they are big fans of the show. I just spent some time with them recently, and uh, I love them a lot. And so I just wanted to wish them a happy shirt. Wait, wow. we have a new shirt I'm going to use. Ooh, right, let me see oh. if I can get to it. I'm sorry. And this is for this is a, the special anniversary shirt? I think, yeah. This it's is a, for Tom and Betsy. It, all right. 47 We're, years together. Give me a second. And here we go. All you've done and your love. And then Marissa's got a, a birthday shard as well. Oh, really? Yeah. All right, Marissa. Yeah. Well, now you guys make me feel bad because I wasn't going to say anything. But happy birthday to my brother, Jim. Oh, it's his birthday hey. today. And we, all these shard outs, I feel really bad leaving him out. So, right, cool. happy, brother. Happy, brother. happy brother. How old is... Happy brother. Happy brother. Happy brother birthday. Happy brother. Happy sister. Happy, happy brother. Happy, happy brother. How old is he today? Uh, 39. Wow. Happy birthday to him. All right, so this is a follow-up story. Um... You guys remember back in April, we had, I'm not sure exactly when we had him here in our studio, uh, but the uh, My Oreo Creation Contest. Yes. Remember we had a Not Your Average Listener Uh in, the guy who created a flavor of Oreo, and he was one of his, it was one of the top three finalists. uh, Kettle corn, pina colada thins, and cherry cola. He had created a pina colada. That's right. Which was the best out of the three. We tried them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they've, they've chosen a winner. And the winner is Cherry Cola, oh, which was horrible. It tasted like too it. sweet. It sucked. It didn't. It. I, I this would not go not unchecked. Good. I found it not tasty in any way, shape, or form. I thought it was actually kind of gross uh, of those three. I didn't mind kettle corn that much. I thought pina colada was actually very good. And it was a $500,000 grand prize. And he missed out on it to what Cherry yeah, to cherry cola. Uh, listen, the, the pina colada had a real sort of a cool flavor to it. And we're not saying it just because the dude came in here. We had all three. It was the best. It was the best. I tried yeah. to remain impartial. 
And I agree with all you guys. I thought, in fact, of the three, cherry cola was the worst. Yep, cherry I, cola I had the most artificial taste to it. Yeah, uh, it had like a little pop rock. It, it thing tasted to like it. the devil semen. Yes. Yeah. No. And listen, you got and you two specifically have had the devil semen. No, no, Casey. <laughs> see, you're, you're cookie guys. Yeah. Yes. You're big time cookie aficionados. Yes. And you would agree that that was garbage. Yeah. It, so it went uh, pina colada. Kettle corn, and actually pina colada, and I thought kettle corn were pretty close, but pina colada I thought was better. Oreos, you disappoint me. Mm-hmm. Some gal named Eden won it, and I think it was a, uh, Steve, I think it was a, um, uh, people submitted, uh, or, or Listen, submitted, they voted on it. Yeah. I don't I don't know this woman, but I hope she becomes addicted to opioids. Yes. Wow. Um, kind of harsh. I will All right, say, I take though, that back. Okay. Uh, if you're not going double stuff, you're wasting my time. No, I, uh, I disagree. Yeah. Yeah. I, sometimes sometimes I'm in the mood for double stuff, but sometimes for a regular milk cookie, yeah. regular Oreo. Uh, sometimes I'll take, I would even do without the, the filling, just the wafer itself is good. The, by the way, they have those. They, basically, it's that, that part of the cookie. I like that. And they sell a sleeve of those. I, and it's delightful because it says how many servings that is. Yeah. It's just one. <laughs> I would like those because I'm I'm not a big frosting guy, no. so um, you know. So, do you ever get those? They're they're just basically that type of that cookie without the filling. How about this? They have all stuff, Steve. It's just the cream. No, no I would way. not do that. I would I, not do that. Have you ever heard of that? I I had no idea. That I've seen it in porn movies. That even exists. <laughs> Casey, would you be all over that? Uh, Is that may- too much? No, that's too much. I, okay. I you know you definitely need the cookie part. And did they misspell <laughs> stuff? Uh, is they it, did. They're, they're, it's stoof. All stoof. Says. Uh, hang on a second. Don't. Uh, Chuck loves icing. Like he would eat just a. Yeah. He, he has He's a, like tub a tub with a of spoon. chocolate icing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he would like that. <laughs> but the, that that's stuff. I think stuff. he's a chocolate guy. Though it's, they call oh, okay. it cream technically, and I, I, I people will say, oh, you know, it's like chemical cream. I don't care. It tastes great. But uh, to have just a mouthful of that, right. a mouthful of cream, <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, my, my kids will do that. They'll take the Oreo and they'll just eat the cream and then they leave the wafers just sitting there. And Send them to Preston. Yeah. yeah I like you Dry them out with a blow dryer. Admit, but if kids they, spit. If they lick it off, then that's yeah. not good. Uh, speaking of cookies, one other cookie thing. Right, keep and them coming, man. Then we'll move on to something else. Um, so people who have been getting engaged... Uh, you know, when when that happens, usually post a photo of your hand wearing a ring. Yeah. Well, there's a new trend, and it's engagement cookies that are designed to match uh, those hand photos. The trend is driven by Instagram. Typically shows the bride-to-be's ringed hand holding a matching cookie. <laughs> a matching cookie? I don't know what that Who's means. Who's behind this? They're so popular. That I don't know. Yeah. Is it Oreo because of the screw up with the uh, no. pina colada cookie? No, so, I, I get it. They're so popular that bakeries in major cities are designing these cookies specifically to match their customers' specifications. You get it? Yeah. Here you go, Steve. Here's a photo. So it's just oh. it's cookies that look like hands. The cookie looks like a hand. Oh. I didn't understand before. Uh, yeah. Now, okay. All right. Now I get it. It's like this is the last cookie you can eat until the wedding. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. But uh, I don't mind as long as the cookie tastes okay. Then <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so yeah, the uh, some are even using the cookies as wedding favors now uh, at the at the actual ceremony or the the <laughs> at the event. Yeah. When I gave my wife that engagement ring, it it was like a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. <clears throat> I, I, it was you know. It's just such a thing. You know, it, I think Preston Rochelle was the same way probably in that, you know, Claire would say, you were never going to propose. It was always oh, yeah. my plan. I, oh, you know, oh. I, I, you know, I adore her. 
Uh-huh. But uh, there was a proof right there. Yeah, yep, exactly. So uh, apparently, engagement so engagement cookies are kind of a thing. And I guess, yeah, we have the, we see the names on uh, yeah on some of these cookies. So. What what kind of cookie is it traditionally? Is it like a, a probably no, a shortbread like, of some sort? Yeah, it's not okay. a chocolate chip cookie. If they can make a chocolate chip hand I'm cookie, I'm down with that. Right. I, I'm so weak with chocolate chip cookie. Have you guys also seen there was an Instagram uh, fad going around recently, um, as uh, recently as yesterday, actually, that where the uh, photo that you post has a digitally imprinted uh, date, like photos used to show up when you would get them developed. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It, so people were putting up Instagram posts with fake uh, dates Engraved, uh, not engraved isn't the right word, right. but superimposed. Like, yeah, but like a watermark. Reason. Yeah, to make it look like an old style photo. An old style photo. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. it looks like it looks like when you'd get your your pictures from CVS or whatever, right. or your Kodak. But did it have the actual date that the photo was taken on it? No, no. it was like they made one seventy nine or whatever. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Eh, whatever. Come on, man. That's just a lot of effort. Yeah, it, it is. It's what a lot of effort taking pictures of your feet. And you know what, I. Seventy nine was my time. Yeah, so those st- lay off. Thank you. You 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 get to you'll get to look back at your photos right from today. You're now in twenty years. You're not your there. time up yeah, here. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It's my, our time down here. Right. Right, right now. Stop it. <laughs> Taking so, it back. That's dumb. One eye willing. Back. Yep. <laughs> Anyhow, these dumb things continue to surface online, <laughs> right. and we'll continue to do that. Um, there was a completely different direction. I'm going to go in. Uh, All right. Away from cookies. Sodomy. Uh, no, zits. Zits. Oh, yeah. man. What? All right, I so just, can't, just relax because you, you ain't heard nothing yet. No? Oh, yeah. I love cookies, though. Zits, not a big fan. Yeah, I understand, but this may this may save your life. Yeah? Yep. Okay. Cookies come, oh, too. okay. Well, it's common knowledge that popping pimples can leave you with temporary inflammation, unsightly blemishes, and scarring. Many people are unaware of the potentially fatal consequences of picking at spots in one particular facial area. It is known as the triangle of death or the danger triangle. He's not kidding. All right. All right. And so it it stretches from the bridge of your nose. It says the tip of your nose, but not the tip of your nose. Like yeah. the bridge, the top of your nose yes. between your eyes and to a point on either side of the lips, roughly where if you had dimples where they might be. Okay. Okay. So in That's this area... Triangle. Yes, that's known as the triangle. And in that area, according to medical experts, picking at skin in the in the death tri- the triangle of death can have serious implications for, for your overall health. It's the danger zone. Highway to the zit zone. Yeah. Is it where infection is prone to grow? Yeah, and if it happens in that particular region, right. it can cause serious uh issues. Popping a, a zit with the Within the danger triangle is cause for alarm due to the blood supply in this region of the face. According to Jeremy Brower, clinical professor of dermatology at NYU Medical Center, the veins running behind our eye sockets lead back to the uh, cavernous sinus, which is located in the brain. When we pick or pop pimples, dirt from our hands, an airborne bacteria can infect the open wound, triggering serious infection. So it's, it's a quick path. To very sensitive areas. The veins behind our eyes from uh, form clots uh, to contain infections, which in turn puts pressure on the brain, leading to partial or full paralysis, and in some cases, even death. I had heard years ago rumors like this. Now, I know it seems outlandish, but this apparently is a real deal. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, that's, You're going to die. 
This, nah, is wow. quick, this is the quickest Dr. Mike has ever called I know. Oh, like, my like God. Like, immediately, he's on the phone line. I had no is idea. Is it worth dying over? It's, it's funny because <laughs> I, I know that some people think that, that we, you know, get Dr. Mike on the phone. No, he call, it's like he's the a bad, P1. It's like the bad signal. Yes. The man calls in. We uh, just flash a, a bedpan up into the sky, and he calls. Uh, from uh, Penn Medicine and Fox 29, Dr. Mike Serigliano. Yay! Is on the phone. Hey, Doctor Mike. Listen, I can't help it. I'm a P1. Yes. I, I listen all day long. I'm I'm driving from Fox to my office, and you're talking about dying from picking at a pimple. It's right up my alley. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, what yeah. about this? Any any validity to the triangle of death? Well, what was that, Steve? They they call it the triangle of death. This area. This one researcher that said because in this particular area. Uh, that if you pick a pimple and it gets infected, it could cause some serious issues. Oh, absolutely. What happens is the skin is an amazing barrier and protection for us, and it keeps bacteria out like MRSA or methicillin-resistant Staph aureus. And if you break the skin, what happens is you decrease that barrier ability, and the bacteria can get into your blood and cause sepsis, and die, and sepsis can be very, very, very dangerous. So, and it's it, the, it, he makes the point, uh, this researcher, that it's close to the what did you call it, Preston? The cavernous sinus. Yeah, the cavernous sinus, which is located in the brain. Well, it's very close, and and people with severe sinus infections or fungal infections, these can all spread because it's contiguous. It's close mm. to that that area of the brain and the body that it can cause uh, uh, meningitis and severe problems. And so it, the, the take-home message is if you have a, a pimple, don't pop it. Leave it be and use topical uh, things like uh, benzoyl peroxide or antibacterial soap. And if it's really bad and you develop like uh, 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 Michael Jackson's daughter, you want to get it lanced professionally and get on antibiotics. Yeah, so, get it lanced professionally. But, you know, I don't care if you die. I don't want to look at a giant whitehead on your yeah, face. Yeah, I'll take my chances. Yeah. <laughs> or you can get the like the the the, uh, the acne cream that looks as, as skin colored. It's a it's a it's a good cover up, right? I mean, well, that, cosmetically, it looks it looks it's sort of skin tonish, and you just put that on and you'll be fine, right? Do you want to end up in the hospital, uh, in the ICU, or do you want to have a pimple? I'll take the pimple. I'll take the ICU. You were were talking about your beautiful wife, Steve. The bottom line is if if someone truly loves you, they love your imperfections, your curves, your everything in a pimple. If my wife Elizabeth doesn't like my pimple, then too bad. That's right. it's my pimple, and I'm proud of it. <laughs> it's your pimple, damn it! You know what? That's a that's a, a song of of pride. That's a pimple song right. if ever I've heard one. So so all right. So there is some credibility to this information. Uh, have you ever oh, seen? Yeah. Have you ever seen anyone with a really dramatic issue because of a pimple popping episode? Oh, absolutely. What happens is they get cellulitis, which is an infection of the skin on the face, and they have to be hospitalized. It can be so dangerous. They, they need IV antibiotics, and they need to be treated right away. It's it's nothing to play with. This is you know we're joking about it, but the bottom line is it can be very, very, very dangerous. All right. Well, you, you, I believe you. You're the doctor. We believe you, Doctor Mike. Thank you, sir. 
Love you guys. Love you. Yeah. See you later, Dr. Mike. Uh, by the way, I saw this. It was like an infomercial commercial. Over the weekend, and it made me sick to my stomach. There is was this... it for a sealant that allows you to turn your <laughs> boat into a screen thinking. door? <laughs> Woo, doggy! Woo, doggy! No, um, but it is basically it's like a little mini vacuum cleaner for the blackheads on your face, and okay. I mean it's it's handheld and it sucks. Oh, all you don't, you don't this... need to hire a professional to use it. But it, I mean, the commercial is so gross because first of all, they show this thing what. You're, oh, you're okay. I'm, I'm going to follow up. Yeah, yeah. They show this thing going over all of the blackheads and stuff on your nose. Here it is. Yes. Blackhead back. All right. What about it? And then they show you like all of the stuff that came out. Gunk. All the well, gunk. And it's they like. prove it works. No, but the, but the woman puts it out as dip at a party, Preston. <laughs> <laughs> That's bean dip, by the way. You're going to like that. Um, You know what? The, the whole blackhead thing. You'll never get rid of all of them, no. and they come right back. And mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I, I've gone and, and had at a at a spa had a, like one time I went and got a facial done, and I was like, "That's what they do. They sit there and they squeeze, and uh-huh. they and they, and they, they they're telling you exactly what not to do in this particular article, and it hurts. And by the way, and then it all comes right back. And you better damn well be stellar looking if you're there complaining about my face. Yeah. <laughs> um. And if if you ever do take, you know. Like if you stay at a hotel sometimes, and they'll have uh, in the bathroom. It's a nice hotel. Yeah, yeah. One of those yeah, the big magnifying yeah. mirrors with the light around it. <laughs> You're like, oh, oh it's the so worst. Take a look at that, uh-huh. and you want you don't need to. My look wife at that. has like there's two in. We have a bathroom down on the main floor, and there's the upstairs in her room. I, I, there's no. I I virtually don't want even light in my bathroom. Right, yeah. and she's got this big for, for putting you know plucking eyebrows yeah. or something. Like okay, that. see, all right, press, so all okay, right, all right that's so what I'm talking I'm, about. We're man. watching the infomercial. Wait, I, as the it. commercial goes on, it just gets grosser. It showed a guy. It showed what not to do. It showed a guy popping his own zit, and not only does the pus come out, but some blood oh, and god. all this oh, stuff. God. So, oh god! But listen, and where's, vomit. Where's the? Where's the? There it is again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you can stop showing. <laughs> yep, thank I told you, Nick. Um, what's where's the worst place? Nick has buried his head. Over this, there. this chat to me is akin to Steve and mucus. I can't yeah. take it. I, where, I throw up in my mouth a little bit every time. Where's the worst place to get is it? Like the middle of your back? Painful? Middle of your back where you Scrote. can't reach it? Okay. All right. Scroat. Yeah. You're saying? Scroat. Yeah. Well, no, because I had one like on the edge of my lip the other day, and it and it like I was that popping hurts. it. All right. And it hurts. It was that's bringing a tear to my eye. It's a it's a cold sore on your tongue. It's not tech. Is it a that's not no, a that's, that's a cold no, 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 sore. No, no. Well, that's um. I don't even know if that's a cold sore. Actually, I have cold sore. Stories. It's a nipple, right? It's a, moment, but it's a cold, tongue nipple. Cold sore is part of the the herpes virus, and you get that on your lip. On your lip. Um. But if you've ever gotten one in the crevice between your nose, yeah, and I hate it. And you just no, you, you can get to it, but you can't. Get That's it. the triangle of death. It is in the triangle of death, but you yeah. can't get it to pop. But um, that one on my lip, it I, I it brought a tear to my eye. You know not what? Not because I was like crying, but like I don't, it, it was just a natural reaction. My body yeah, said, "Ow, your, your eyes water." Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about when you get hurts. a pimple on your heart? Oh, yeah, so you can't even pop that. It's Mm-mm. it's like you know. You got to open up your chest. You yeah. got to you got to pull the ribs apart. Yeah. You pimple really got on your heart. <laughs> Pimple on your heart. Um, Do you guys pimple remember, on your heart. Do you remember uh, the Bure strips? Do they still have those? Yes. I actually like those. I never used them. No, they I use them instead of bacon. And then you take it off, and, and then, then the, the little blackhead, uh, little pricklies. You know, yeah, yeah. Little with about three layers of skin. <laughs> yeah, it would come off as well. That's what Michael Jackson was using on his nose. Yeah. It's no, a goddamn it, thing. 
But is it a uh, in yes in your private area and, and it does happen it can happen is a that hurts a lot too. Well, I'll tell you what the, the um, there Marissa we've spoken about this before really enjoys popping zits for people. I think it's not really enjoys so much as it is she is okay with it. Do you enjoy know. it? She's smiling. Or do you I can't. just do it as a cert because you're a, a very altruistic person? No, Nick mentioned it. It's it's I can't have a conversation with somebody I know and like see a zit on them. Like, right. I just want to. But you wouldn't say like, you enjoy doing it on other people, do you? No, people have like come up to me at events and they've like shown me a zit. Oh, <laughs> oh, my see, that's do what that. you get. That's yeah. foul. Yeah. That's what you get. <laughs> Please don't ever do that again. I'd rather see your DPs than. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Double, penetra- Double penetration? Yeah. You'd rather see. Uh, Oh, okay. <laughs> What's your number again? That's what I heard. Broadcaster Marissa Magnata acknowledged this morning on the morning show. She wants to see your double penetration pictures. Uh, no word on DVDA as of yet. Yeah. She likes A to M as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a great school. What's that, Marissa? For the record, I don't want any of it, but yes. the last thing I want is to be asked to pop your pimple. Okay. All right. Unless I know you, and it's gross. Don't and ask Marissa any longer. Uh, some people are saying that uh, the ear, I can't say I've ever had one of my Oh, my ear God. Before. I had one inside my ear canal one time. <sighs> and, and, and so I it like sort of started using a Q-tip. And this is disgusting, so I apologize because I said I was already grossed out by this conversation. <laughs> but I, I, I could hear it. As it popped, and it was like a uh, a bomb going off inside my ear. By the way, and then not to go off on a tangent here, but what is the where is the Q in Q-tip derived from? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I have no idea. There's, it's technically it's a cotton swab, right? You would wow. so a C-tip. So I don't know yeah. where. <laughs> no one wants to put a C-tip no. in their ear. I have no and idea. And by the way, uh, Q-tip. Um, you've done something to your product. You've uh, uh, you've, you've cut some corners. <laughs> Are you talking to directly? You? to Yes, the I am people? talking to you, Q-Tip. Uh, you've cut some corners, and I have noticed. Uh, but fortunately for you, you're still the best product on the market. <laughs> That's your fight song. That's right? my yeah, fight song. One case. second, and I have this noticed. Is my fight song. Take Wait a minute. What is this? Is the swab part smaller? No the uh, the cardboard uh, <laughs> medicated. <laughs> the cardboard is thinner. It's like they've they've shaved off a, a layer or two of the of the cardboard stick, and it's and it, why do you go like this? With the I don't know. Stick? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the hell is that? This part, this part right here. Okay, but yeah. this holy is... crap, you have one. Yeah. Oh, I have. Let me see. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, Nick, you don't see it. He sits here while we're in the middle of breaks, and he cleans his ears. You know no, what he's like, Kirsten? He's like Hyman Roth sitting there. I itch my ears, or scratch my ears, because they get itchy. And I'm, well, oh, I don't care, whatever. Don't You're know. sticking that thing in your oh. ear, and, it, I, and I turn I got, over. My ear, I got a little thing, got a thing in my Listen, ear. Man. There's I, usually something in one of his orifices when I turn and look at it. I got a bit of a boogie here in my yes, nose. and exactly. my ear. Yeah, Pick an orifice. It stands for a quality tip. Steve. We're bigger than oh. U.S. Steel. Oh, did you hear that? What? It stands for quality tip. Oh, okay. Tip. All right. All right. Uh, yeah. And so you've noticed a diminishment in the quality yeah. of, the, of the quality tip. Yes, this should be uh, less Q-tip, less quality How about tip. SB, sub, uh, SP, subpar? Mm-hmm. Everyone's trying to be environmentally friendly, so F's maybe that. that's a part of it, like the uh, the cardboard straw. Oh, you know what? Here's here's a bit of trivia, and I did uh, rem- I, I have heard this before. The the original name of uh, Q-tips were baby gays. Now you're talking. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> Can you get those delivered? Stop it. 
Baby gays. <laughs> like, happy, Hold on, wait. Oh, happy I'm, day. I'm reading this. Polish inventor Leo Gertzenzang was struck by the idea of a mass-produced swab when he saw his wife stick cotton balls on both ends of a toothpick. The hell you doing? And used the makeshift tool to clean out their child's ears. He marketed them under the name Baby Gays from 2023. What is that, some kind of baby gay? 1923 to 1926 when the name was changed to Q-Tip Baby Gays and eventually just Q-Tips. And he Q would, stands for quality. It says right there, at one point he was advised to call them hetero sticks. Oh, but... <laughs> You're getting a lot of support on the text board, Case. Yeah? People really? believe it, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I agree with Casey. Uh, Q-Tip has gone downhill a lot. This one says, Walmart's Equate brand cotton swabs are great when you have to, as I call it, tipping. You know who's not, <laughs> you know who's not a fan of the tipping. Q-Tips? Who? Dr. Mike. Dr. Mike. Well, I know. as but far listen. as sticking them in your ear. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I don't jam them into my eardrums, but, you know. You hammer I, them in. When I get out of the shower, I use them to dry out into my, my ear canals. Here's somebody uh, text in, said I jammed a Q-tip into my ear this weekend and ruptured my eardrum. Oh, my gosh. There you wow. go. Thank you, Mr. Ferrigno. Uh, here is another one. I totally effing agree with Casey about the Q-tip. They definitely changed something. Are you listening, Q-tip? Uh-huh. All right, so uh, you may be on to something what the there, f- Casey. Happened? Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever make any progress in your um, public statement about uh, the with the Wawa people uh, for the cheese to grape ratio in the the pack? <laughs> no, I don't know if I went public with that. I think you did. Did I? Yeah, no, I don't remember that. I don't that. remember that either. Uh-uh. I oh. think that you, your complaint, which was a valid one, it's was, a valid one. There was not enough uh, crackers. To take care of all the cheese and grapes in the in the Wawa. But bag. now you're in a whole another area, which I have to raise about hummus. When you buy hummus, <laughs> same thing with the little mini pita. The, the pita is it's never right. enough. It's not enough. No, you, well, you need should to not. Pita. I always have to buy extra pita to right. accommodate my yeah. hummus. What you, the hell? Yeah, you should. <laughs> you should have leftover pita, not leftover hummus. Are you ever? <laughs> what are you going to do? Goddamn right. There? No. Well, no. if you have so, to. like, if you have to. <laughs> Zoe's <laughs> has yeah. pesto hummus. Tell me, tell me, four pieces of, of pita is going to take no. care of that. It's not enough. Yeah. They change you... you on the on the on the pita a little bit. There. Yeah. Are you ever sucking hummus? Off of your <laughs> I suck it all the time. Off of your fingers. And I rub it on my face yeah. and call myself a bitch. <laughs> hummus sucker. Yeah. Happening. Well, because it's really yummy, you know. So but yes, hummus on the pita is the money shot, and that's really you yeah. know uh, honestly it, especially if you have slightly lightly toasted pita. Slightly lightly toasted. Slightly lightly. What? Slightly lightly. Slightly lightly. <laughs> Slightly lightly. Mm-hmm. Right. Casey's scratching the back of his head while he's saying that. Um, thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk to me. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> I like the tin man. Uh, let me go to a couple of calls here. I have Joe and uh, talking about having a, uh, a zit, a pimple in a rough area. Joe was hospitalized for this. Hi, Joe. Good morning. Morning. Tell us your yeah, story. Yeah, a couple of years ago, a couple of years ago, I had a, a pimple on the upper pelvis, you know, right above my stuff. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it actually got infected with a MRSA infection. <sighs> oh, in man. Hospital for a did, week and a half from it. Did oh, your my. penis fall off, like in the Bizarre file story? No, no, no. Uh, so how bad did it? How bad did it get there, uh, Don? Um, it. I mean, it Joe, swelled Joe. everything. It's it swelled everything up pretty good for for a while and. It was not fun. Joe, did you, were they able to treat it medically, or did you have to get surgery done? Um, it was it was treated medically. They they had to lance it. Yep. But it was uh, 
no surgery involved. Okay. Well, first they joeyed it, and then they lanced it. <laughs> nice. They uh, gave but, the but full they, insane yeah. treatment. But they were able to find an antibiotic that fought it. Yeah, they put uh, they put me on a couple different antibiotics until they found the right one. Okay, what, what? I was on an IV. Wow. I was on an IV for the first like. God damn, that's days. what? That's horrible. Yeah, uh, so Preston, what, they put you on like. Uh, did they give you like horse pills for your MRSA? Well, they, they gave they me were a, huge. They gave me a uh, an antibiotic that I kid you not was about nine hundred dollars a pill. Yeah, uh, and and it was a it was resistant. It was resistant to most antibiotics, and we finally found one that worked, and it eventually went away. They initially wanted to, the, the surgeon wanted to get in there and cut it out. And my, my doctor was like, hold on, let's let's see what uh, what we can do medically to treat it. And they eventually found the right one. But, Joe, were you left with any scarring or anything like that? No, not really. Just a, just a little bit of a, you know, basically like a pimple scar almost there. Okay. All, right. all right, got it. it, well, I, mean, I mean, one, it of things with, one of the things with MRSA is, though, you never really get rid of it. It just kind of stays there. Well, that's comforting. It'll it'll live in your nose, and then you'll get a cut somewhere, and it'll get in the cut, and it'll get infected again, and you'll end up with another burst of oil from it. Yeah. Is there any truth to Thanks, the rumor man. that if you if you chronically like with acne or whatever, you you pop it or scratch it, that you'll cause pock marks on your face? Oh, I don't know about that. I was used to hear that in high school. That was always you know if you if you. I think you can get scars from it. Okay. Acne, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Let's go back to talking about the crackers and cheese. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for a moment. And uh, and there are people that are agreeing that there aren't enough crackers uh, on the... Uh, the the hard-hitting issues. I'm yes, thinking exactly. maybe I need to go into the R&D uh, program over at uh, Wawa and just kind of lay it out for you uh, because it just doesn't seem to make any uh, mathematical sense, right? When but you- first, you should probably know what R&D stands for. Yes. What does it stand for? You don't know what it stands for? No, research and development. development. Yeah, Yeah, that's very... You got it. I got it. You good. I know what's You're halfway there. Somebody says the cheese and pepperoni cup needs more cheese. Well, so what you could do is, you know, add two more cheeses and and subtract two more pepperonis. You want me to tell you something here? What? I need to tell you something. (laughs) What? Uh... They have a fine little quinoa salad over there at Wawa. They oh, do. Yeah. I get it uh, quite regularly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then you oh, don't say with any cheese issues. Just don't yeah. say that. Okay. that in there. <laughs> yes, you it also like champagne vinegar uh, um, dressing in it. It's good. It's very good. And, you and it's 300 it's... calories. Yeah. yeah. Did you say they sell champagne? Champagne <laughs> vinegar. Oh. They don't sell champagne. <laughs> they sell champagne. <laughs> Not lately. His name's Romano. Uh, Preston, some guy recommends getting a small pack of baby carrots for the leftover hummus. Not a bad idea. Okay. Or well, add I, one more piece of pita. Here's the deal. If I'm starting with pita, I'm finishing with pita. Right? Now, if I'm at like a, to see things all the way through. If I'm, if I'm at a house and there's a... Listen, I don't mind the um, throwing in a, a little bit of celery or a little couple of baby carrots or whatever for the, for the hummus. But I, I think in a, in a perfect scenario, the hummus is on pita. Have you tried the... Uh, There's another one. Somebody texts in and says, cheese, grape, apple, and uh, bread is the best. Yeah, it's damn good. Um, but that's... Uh, it's not bread. It's actually like a... Uh, it's like a muffin type of thing. It's almost like a dessert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little dessert. Like it is, yeah. yeah Pre-packaged. Uh, that one I do like. I think that the ratio in that one is is properly okay. <laughs> uh, proportioned. Yeah. No. No, no. I was just thinking of this dessert. <laughs> <laughs> We have officially. <laughs> all right. We've officially so, gone completely off the rails. All right. So my friend's mom made a three, uh, a tres leches. 
Okay. And, this is wonderful. And I'm over her house, and she. This is your 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 penthouse forum letter involves dessert. Uh-huh. Well, so so I know this is going to sound like it's a lie, but it's the truth. I was over at my neighbor's house. His mother came into the kitchen and made an awesome dessert. So she uh, she shows me the cookbook where she got the recipe. Mm-hmm. And what's it called, Case? Uh, tres leches. Okay. Oh, tres, tres leches, leches is phenomenal. Okay. It's a great dessert. So she's like, this is the recipe that I follow. I said, okay. You look like a dessert boy. I took a picture of the recipe, and I went to go buy everything, and I was going to make this tres leches by myself, and then I realized... What? That the recipe was on two pages, and I don't have the rest of the recipe. The next morning when I woke, I was totally spent. My face <laughs> covered in tres leches. Uh, so what's your issue? I really wanted it the other day, Preston, and oh. now I have to wait for them to get back from vacation. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you can All find right. another recipe you know, for re- tres leches. Excuse me, there's uh, Mr. Casey on the phone? Yeah. Well, so... That's that's the chick. She's a famous chef. Oh, it's Ina Garten. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, maybe I'll yeah, just... Yeah, she's the Barefoot Contessa. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there you go. Maybe I can find that online. You could, you could find it on foodnetwork.com. Man, how many calories is that sucker? Doesn't a matter. gazillion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does not it's like, matter. It's like um, your favorite, a tiramisu. Oh, I love it. It's it's Listen, if you're going to go, go all in. Uh, Steve, we have a solution to the hummus. Okay. I'm going to go to Dan here who can help you out with that. Hi, Dan. You're on the air. Good morning. <laughs> What's up, Dan? All right, Casey's wrong. So over in Wawa, there's this big stand where there's forks and spoons. But in the bottom of that stand, there's all-you-can-eat crackers. That's <laughs> for free! Right there. <laughs> You're wrong. All right, I, I think I could You're I could wrong. probably crackers work work. a cracker, though I, cl- clearly I would, yeah, okay. But so for crackers, the hummus, though. Crackers that... could work for hummus. It could work for the cheese. Yeah. Crackers are not as malleable, however, as no. the pita and uh, even a baby carrot shapes the, uh, the oh, plastic a little bit You're better. talking about Excuse being like... able to get every yes, last bit of hummus Absolutely, out of that plastic yeah. container. In a pinch, something. Excuse we'll me. get it done. Do you have some sort of device to get the hummus out of these edges here? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, because it's kind of like a, it's like this weird ridged bottom and right. stuff. And also, like saltine is not a natural accompanier uh, to. Accompanier. I just made that Stop word. using culinary terms. <laughs> to hummus, it's not. Uh, Dan, I like your idea. I think it's thinking outside the box. They're yeah, all you can free. eat. Yeah, it's, it's free. all free. Yeah. All you can eat. Crap. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate it. I used to always By get the way, way all you can eat crackers. <laughs> I remember you guys. I'd ask you for a while. I would get uh, crackers with my salad, and I asked you guys if it was okay that I grabbed uh, crackers to go with my salad. And you're like, no, that's for the that's soup. That's for the soup. You yeah. have to get soup. All right. So here, here, all right, here's okay. Okay. here we go. <laughs> I get at Iron Hill Brewery. They have this salmon salad. Yeah, and they in in the salad they put little potato sticks. Okay. okay, which is a cool. I've never seen that. Like the way you'd have potato sticks, it's a salmon salad. Yeah. Okay. But the, they put little potato sticks in it. I, I, salmon I, salad, like tuna salad, like just mixed with it's, mayo it's, and it's, stuff. It's, it's a chunk of salmon in this wonderful salad, but a part of the. But I mean, is there lettuce in there? Yeah, lettuce and, and, okay. and tomatoes right, and the whole thing. But see, there's a picture. The, yeah. Those are those are little potato sticks. I, I like, like it. that. Mm-hmm. Hey, Press, I got a question for you uh, because I ordered soup at a restaurant down the shore last week. Mm-hmm. And I asked for crackers, and they were like, sorry, we don't have any crackers. I'm like, that makes no sense. I think they didn't like you. Y- you think? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. It was actually pretty No, because uh, you're in radio. Odd. If you're going to serve soup, you should have crackers. Crackers, right? Absolutely. We, we ran out of crackers. <laughs> Without question. Why don't you go somewhere else? Are you a fan of oyster crackers? Yes. Oh, it was, yes. Dude, it was 
New England clam chowder. Oh, you need oyster crackers. That's, you can't. What? Yes. What? Did yeah. you just become best friends? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Wait a second. You can't. What's your favorite dinosaur? <laughs> Velociraptor. <laughs> What's your favorite non-porn magazine to pledge yourself to? Good, Good housekeeping. housekeeping. If you were a chick, what guy would you make love to? John, John Samos. Samos. <laughs> what? Did we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, you cannot. You flat out cannot have New England clam chowder without oyster crackers. Oh, without? Yeah, without. Oh, mm. all right, okay. I think what? you're going the other way. No, I no, thought that's no, no. what they were for. No, you got to have them. <laughs> yeah. You absolutely have to have them. Yep. And uh, and regular crackers, will, regular saltines will do in a pinch, yeah. but preferably the oyster crackers. All right, crackers. here. <laughs> and by the tomato, way, this... tomato soup. Yes. Yeah. Do you do the roll? Oh, or, are we or talking about like Panera or something like that? Panera or and anywhere. or couch tomato or... Panera has wonderful tomato soup. Do you do the, the, the roll, the bread, or do you do crackers? Either. Either. They're both great. You, you, you just, you have to have bread. one of the two. Yeah, either, either, either and when, one of them. when I was at this restaurant, it's not like that soup was on special. That was the everyday soup. Uh, did you ask them if they normally don't have crackers? No, I didn't get that far. Okay. That's I okay. was just so disappointed. I, you were a hollow man hands, at this yeah. point. Uh, here's a text that says, my partner at work gets the pepperoni and cheese every day, and he always bitches it isn't enough cheese. <laughs> but every day he expects uh, that there will be yeah, a better be- ratio, <laughs> and he's always disappointed. <laughs> ratio on particular items that you are a fan of and particular foods that you look forward to. Mm-hmm. Ratio can mean so much. Yeah. And that's why, that's why con- restaurants that succeed are ones that provide consistent food. In a, at it prepared in a consistent way. At the proper ratio. At the proper goddamn ratio. This yeah. conversation is such a stream of consciousness, but uh, I'm going Go with ratio here now. Oh, uh, no. Preston. 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 Uh, so I got lunch meat yesterday, and I feel like I messed up the ratio. Are if you boasting? If No. If you're getting one meat and one cheese, and you want it to be perfect, you go with what? A pound of meat and a half pound of cheese? Okay, so you're Wait, saying home. here. So I buy, I buy a pound of turkey and a pound, and a half a pound of Swiss cheese. Okay, see, I messed up. I went pound pound. Oh no, <laughs> no, way right? too much cheese. Right? Although the cheese will last longer. Good point. Okay, but, I mean you can still make a grilled cheese with the leftover cheese. Yeah, but that wasn't the intent. Oh, the intent was to make it. You wanted per- it to be perfect. You wanted to use it all up. Yeah, when well, I had that last piece, you of could also yet. make a a cheese beauty mask for when you sleep. Mm. Okay, <laughs> I don't think I don't think pound half pound is going to work. You're not going to have enough cheese. Really? Yeah. About pound three quarter pound. Yeah, something like that. Yes. Do you do you cheese it up for your uh, turkey to cheese ratio or uh, ham and cheese or? I'm a, I'm a big cheese. I a like big cheeser. Yeah. Okay, mm. big cheeser. I'd like to say we're breaking down barriers here, but folks. we're not. <laughs> no, but I'd like to say it uh, because I, I mean, look at the participation. All these uh, texts that are coming. Have you guys had the any, civil uh, rights movement started? Yeah. Any Jersey tomatoes lately? Oh my god! Oh my god! Right? They're huge. They're yeah. like this big. I know. Yes, I know. They're as big as your face. They're. Delicious. Yes. You I, can eat them raw. I have not. How big? Like this, like as big as your face. I, I swear to you. If you oh. had some sort oh. of birth defect, as big as your face. Uh, right. I've got one in my refrigerator right now. I'll ask my daughter <laughs> to send me a picture of it. Hold uh, your face up, up to, to the tomato. Face. Yes. Yes. Is that like we're looking that at? Big? I swear to God. That's, Jesus Christ. That's a that's a that's a small pumpkin. It's kind of off the charts lately, right? Uh well, I need to get that because I do like a large fresh tomato. Yeah. You know what I, I like it with? I like it uh, with uh, for breakfast with eggs. Oh man, yum! I would like to Coming purchase over. a large tomato <laughs> the size of a human head, please. Do you carry those? You can only get them on the dark web. <laughs> yes. 
Okay. Is this Chris Agon, the skull sealer? <laughs> I'd like to buy some produce from you. I gotta hey. find a better uh, farmer's market near me. Uh, okay. Cool. Just uh, throw that <laughs> out there. Uh, why not? Let's just throw everything okay. out there. Yeah, I mean, there's Curtis no... Junction, man. Well, yeah. You know what you do? Jump, jump on the forums for those farmer dater site, dating sites. Okay. See if they have oh, tomatoes. I forgot to tell you guys what we've been doing uh, on vacation. My son has gotten way into pickling, and we've been going. He always has been, though, right? But, but now he's figured out how to do it. Really? Now he's made badass pickles. <laughs> Dude, his they pickles a year ago were badass. Oh, these are much better. Badass? Dill pickles, uh, pickled asparagus, pickled um, uh, mm. pickled green beans. Pickled uh, milk. Pick, pickled onions, pickled beets, and we made gherkins. Yeah? Wait, uh, what's a gherkin? Making oh, gherkins is, is a royal pain in the ass. First of all, you have to find the little bitty tiny cucumbers. Oh, right. And they're sweet. So they're sweet gherkins. It took four days to make, to make one batch of gherkins. And that's not just sticking them in a jar and letting them sit. It's four days of processing these things, like huh. multiple steps over and over and over. You're not just jerking the gherkins. No, you're not just jerking the gherkins, <laughs> but you do have to put little pricks in them. Do you? <laughs> really? Every one of them, I had to take a toothpick and prick each gherkin 16 so wh- times. Why is the yield so miserably low for that amount of effort? Because you have to concentrate the, the stuff that you put in there, the sugar and the vinegar and all this stuff, and boil it down and wow. let it sit for 8 to 12 hours, then do it again, then do it again, then do it again. You do it like six times, and it really concentrates that flavor. I have and a new appreciation of gherkins, then. Boom, yeah. you have gherkins. I will bring in some and let you try them. We, we made them ourselves, and you saying the farmer's market, Nick, made me think of it because there was this farmer's market near Phoenixville yeah. that we went to and they were able to get the baby gherkins for us. I'm not a big pickle guy, but I will try homemade ones because uh, I think your your son is very talented when it comes to stuff in the kitchen. So yeah. do you remember, you know, Chops that used to be here, the, uh, the, the oh, restaurant? Oh, yeah. They're they pickle they pickle would tomatoes. give you a pickle bowl. Yeah. Nick, Nick, there Nick. is a Chops around, right? It's in the, uh, the, the Comcast building. Uh, Nick, you don't like pickles? Sorry. No, pick, pickles and olives are not for me, but, wow. um, but I, I love trying new homemade stuff. Not, you guys know me. I'll try anything. Marissa. Also, Casey, don't put your tomatoes in the fridge. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, you're oh, not really? supposed to. Yeah. Do you guys know the Jaime's down the street has a pickle bar? Yes. I oh, know no. that. No. Where's that? Uh, right on uh, Montgomery Avenue. Oh, okay. Yeah. You have uh, Murray right on before... one side and Jaime mm-hmm, on the other? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, they have like a, a pickle bar at Wegmans and one at Hennings. And... Yeah, you can get them at... All right, so when I get a... Right down the street, we should have our meeting there. Okay, <laughs> nice. When I get a zesty spear, what makes it zesty? I don't know. Okay. Wasn't he a porn star president? Uh, <laughs> zesty Spears? <laughs> it was Randy Spears. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll bring... his brother. I'll bring and Nick, and I'm trying to remember, but there's a great place near Phoenixville, and I think it's called, uh, is it Hebner's? Oh, yeah, I Does know Hebner's. Familiar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where we got them. Okay. And they have tons of great stuff. All right. There. All right. Well, so. these are all quasi-anti-Semitic names. Here. Problem solved. Yes. And all this began with zit picking. Imagine right. that. That's where we got started. Actually, in. it all started with Oreos. You're right. It, it got, got us to the Oreos. perfect pickle. <laughs> all right. Anyhow, uh, we got to take a break. Uh, we do have a guest who's standing by. Yes, if, we do. If he hasn't left from this last conversation. Maybe he is now craving pickles and had to run out and look for some. He might want to, but he's going to be performing at uh, Howie Mandel's Comedy Club in uh, the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino uh, in AC tonight, tomorrow on Thursday. And we'll tell you more about him when we get back. And also a thank you once again uh, to Union Tap House yeah. who are here. And listen, their longtime employee, Daniel DeFranco, 
has a debut novel that's going to be released on Wednesday. So tomorrow what? it's titled Panic Years. It's about the underground music scene and the claustrophobic daily grind of life on the road. So that is taking place tomorrow night. So while you stop by, grabbing some of their wings, their gazillion beers that they have, uh, grab one of these books as well. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. This 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Hey, it's Preston. Listen, when I want to relax, I go to Hand and Stone Massage Facial Spa. Listen, whether you want a rejuvenating massage or refreshing facial, Hand and Stone is the place to go. Introductory massages or facials start at just $59.95. Visit handandstone.com or one of their 50 locations in the Delaware Valley. Restrictions apply. See spa for details. French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else? Are you ready for love? If so, Stephen makes it easy. Handpicking diamonds to create a stunning engagement ring that's guaranteed to take her breath away. Stephen Singer Jewelers, real love experts at the other corner of 8th and Walnut or IHateStevenSinger.com. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our next guest is performing at uh, the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in AC. It's tonight, tomorrow, and Thursday. And it's uh, Howie Mandel's Comedy Club. Yes. Uh, which is very, very cool. Very cool. You may have seen him on America's Got Talent and uh, a few other things. Please welcome to our uh, show, Mr. Derek Hughes. Yay! Thanks, Thanks everybody. Derek. Kathy, my big question for you is, does any of that flooding blocking traffic to Atlantic City? No, I think you're good on okay, the way to good. AC. You're yeah. fine. It's actually, yeah, the main stretch out there, you don't get a lot of flooding. You know, it just it's just long and straight. You'll be yep. fine. Yeah, perfect. You know what though? AC is another place though. Re- you remember a couple of years ago, it was like basically the, the city was underwater. I mean, yeah, they, it floods pretty bad. <laughs> Hurricane there. Sandy. That was a well. Re- that was yeah. yeah. That one was. Well, you're good. You're, you're, hey, 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 hey! <laughs> come on, hey, you're fine now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you're gonna have, you have a nice, wonderful heat wave for the uh, for the whole time. Well, you're I'm out glad there. Kathy brought up AC because yep. that's what we have at the Howie Mandel Comedy Club is air conditioning. So ah, <laughs> nice. If you're looking to get out of the heat. Come laugh. Is this Howie's first um, club that he's uh, he's? I mean that he's basically you know his name's on it. Obviously he's. Yeah, he's, I don't know. He's a participant kind of, he's in some way. Up, he's stepping up as kind of a mogul. I think he just recently bought the Just for Laughs franchise, the big Just really? for Laughs festival. Look at him, man. In Canada, where yeah. he's from. You I know, remember him with a, a, a surgical mask on his face, you know, blowing up the thing and all that. Years ago. Yeah, the rubber their, glove over yeah, the, his nose and right. talking yeah. in that baby voice. And the, the prop comic and all that stuff. And here he is. He's this mogul. So, Wow. Did yeah. you did you get to know him on uh, America's Got Talent? Or? You know, uh, he was super supportive. Yeah. Uh, he was one of the judges. I was on season ten the last year in New York City, so I had him and How- uh, Howard Stern. Yeah, were awesome uh, supporters. Howard dug you. Yeah, he was yeah, great. Yeah. Man, he, uh, very he brought cool. up. Uh, he said, uh, I, I reminded him of Doug Henning. Do you guys remember? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Doug Henning My was hero. one of the, one of the he, I love Doug Henning. He was one of the trippy. SCTV did a great parody of Doug Henning, but he was a, a, a hippie. It sort was of magician. Yeah. I, he, I, I was 12 years old at the Orpheum in Minneapolis, Minnesota, where I grew up. He called me on stage. Wow. And uh, I'm so precocious. 12 years old, I walk up to him. I say, I'm a magician too. Doug Henning, beautiful spirit, looks at me and goes, I'm sure you are. <laughs> Get in the box. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you shut up? He, um, now, you, you were 10 years old and you had a heart surgery, correct? That's correct. And then you had um, someone, you had, had a, a magic kit around the house or someone gave you a magic kit. And sort of to, to, to bide your time, you got into it, and you were off and running. Yeah, I traded a chemistry set for a magic kit that a buddy had. The chemistry set just, to me, smelt like fart. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, it oh, does. They all gross. do. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, the magic hit, there was one trick in there where you could turn a penny into a dime. I love and, that trick. You know, we were living in a trailer park at the time, so this seemed like this is the ticket out. Yeah. Right? <laughs> this is, this is right. Little did I know you provided your own damn dime. But, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, not to ruin the magic. Uh, but I think a lot of kids get a magic kit when they're younger, uh, especially young boys in particular. It's kind of a skews towards the, the boys. Um, but a lot of them, you know, it's it's hard you got a lot you got to follow a lot of instructions and you kind of lose interest pretty quick so the heart surgery was actually a blessing in disguise because i was sequestered i was out of school for a handful of months and kind of locked down so i i was forced to say okay let me focus on these words and it, it's it's wild because i i remember i had the 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 blackstone kit i i good kit every couple of years i'd get the kit and the for me the bitch was finding anyone who wanted oh, another goddamn trick. Yeah, and and and, it, and people just like oh they you know and and that's that's got to be a bit of a bitch. But you obviously had the time to get good at doing it, and there was the difference. Yeah, well, we shortly after that we moved out to a rural part of Minnesota, so I was stuck on five acres of land with a yeah. hole in the ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plenty of go. time to practice. Yeah, I, I I as a kid I fancied myself a magician as well. I wasn't. Uh, but I taught my parents into actually going to a magic shop and buying some props and things Fantastic. like that. And so I, I decided I would do, <clears throat> I would offer myself up to to perform at a birthday party <laughs> oh, uh, oh, in man. the neighborhood. So I, <laughs> I came up with an illusion, my own. Okay. Oh, you invented oh, really? one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So here's here's my great illusion. So I had a, I had an assistant with me, and uh, it was just a buddy of mine. And so I had him go. Behind a sheet, I put the sheet up over his head. Yeah, uh, but he little did they know he had a cantaloupe and he held it up above his head, <laughs> so it looked like you know his it was head. over his head. Yeah, and I took out a knife uh, and a hammer <gasps> and nails, and I just started stabbing. <laughs> <laughs> and the kids must have. Oh, the kids are like seven years old. Uh, how old I'm in you? sixth grade. Oh his blood God. is orange. His blood is orange. Oh my God! But oh in hindsight, God. it was a pretty stupid thing. <laughs> to do was that you so you are but you had you were now moving along with with the tricks you 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 just stayed with it and when was your first professional gig well people always ask you know how do you get into magic that's a question everybody has you know how do you how do you become a magician and suck at sports no that's how you do it it's a good way ask guy around the gym track in junior high (laughs) first guy with a magic kit and a revenge plan (laughs) yeah Yeah. i'll tell you what though i i did stand up for a number of years The, the guys who did comedy and magic I mean, they they would hang out after the shows, and they were they were getting laid. I mean, they they had the they, they, I mean, they had because they could do the 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 post show show, you know, at the bar, and it was kind of cool. Sure. Well, here here's my impression of uh, a foreplay for a magician and sleep. No, you're right. Yeah. I uh, it, and but the thing about uh, sleight of hand and, and magicians and so forth is you you can you, you obviously have to practice very very hard. But there's some limitations. Some people are going to be good at it. Some aren't going to have the natural ability. I tried really hard with sleight of hand on uh, being able to manipulate cards and coins and things like that. And it's you know you may not have the right musculature in your hand to do it. You know, well, sure. And uh, I think. Um, the, the most important element is really naturalness. You know, you, you really want it to be invisible. So ideally, nobody knows how skilled you are, which is, it's like the opposite of a juggler. A juggler, you want people to see and and, and be wowed by your skill and mm-hmm. your technique. And as a magician, you want no one to know that you have any skill. But you, um, you, your stage presence and your act is, you, you, you're very self-deprecating. You deflect from that. And that's part of your, that's part of the sell of the tricks. You're, you're a, 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 is there a magician alive that's not a big Penn and Teller fan? And you've, you appeared on the show, correct? 
correct? Yeah, fool us. Yeah, fool us. Uh, and uh, but uh, they. They parade a whole bunch of magicians through there, and there's all different types of presentations. I like your very organic presentation, which is I'm just a guy who can, you know, you're not coming out in a, in a tux, you know. Yeah. In fact, it's it's it is a hybrid of stand up comedy and magic. Yeah. Uh, well, my website is standupmagician.com. Right. I mean, I really my I do focus on sort of blending those two crafts into one experience. And uh, people who come down this week, you know, a big part of my show is audience participation. I definitely it's have huge. A, a bunch of people that join me on stage. And, uh, you know, I don't embarrass anybody right. too bad. <laughs> too <laughs> badly, yeah. Derek, you mentioned, uh, you know, being last around the track in, in junior high. But I would think that there are there have to be some skills that translate with hand-eye coordination from magic to, like, to golf or to... Any athletic endeavor. Is that true or am I way off? You are way off. Okay. <laughs> you are completely well, I don't know. So, and there's a so, reason I wasn't into sports. I, I think part of it is, and, and this helped me become a magician as well, is I, I didn't have to share much time. I was an only child. Okay. And as an only child, you know, you don't understand team spirit. Yeah. You know, I mean, if it doesn't have to do with me, I don't give a crap. <laughs> right. Any, any only children here in the room? Anybody? <laughs> no, we all have siblings. You don't understand. Any any only children out there listening, back me up. If if you have siblings, you don't understand. It's so hard growing up as an only child. you got to fill all the roles in the household. you got to be the A student and the druggie. It's very hard. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're holding up the the, the the torch for a lot of them. Uh, so you also uh, you uh, work on the Carbonara. Um, um, yeah, the fact. Carbonara Effect. True yeah. TV. And, and uh, so, will you have you been with that show from the beginning? Yeah, yeah. As, as a consultant and writer and uh, a performer. Um, yeah, I will jump in front of the camera when the bit requires it. If you're not familiar with the show, it's a, this. It's an awesome show on True TV, and it's it's like candid camera on steroids. It's one of Preston's favorite. We we yeah. had him on the show. We uh, uh, you had Michael on. Yeah, yeah he was Michael. great. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah. one of my best buddies. He's and great. He's incredible, and his improvisation skills are incredible, which uh, are a huge part of the show because uh, he is, poses as like a store clerk or a, or a salesperson at a automobile dealership, and unsuspecting people with hidden cameras come in, and they experience these impossible things. So we have a really um, um, ace team of awesome magicians who are behind the scenes working on developing really impossible new effects. Do you have to? You have to? I assume you have to. When you're setting up your new effects and doing your new deal, you have to sort of go back and research what you've already done to kind of avoid being too similar, right? 100%. Yeah. And we have done so many. We're going into the back order of our fourth season right now. So we have done hundreds and hundreds of totally original magic effects. And they're great because when the, Preston's, a, I mean, the family's a massive fan. It's like appointment viewing for, for them. But I started to get into it because of, because of uh, his recommendation and um, pe- you're looking at people who are, for believe they're seeing magic or they're a part of something. That, what just happened? Yeah. Because it's not framed on stage. It's not in a place where you're expecting no. it no, happening in real so life. What's so beautiful yeah. about the show is being they don't know that Michael is a magician. Yeah. They're free to be completely amazed. Yep. When you're at a magic show and, you, and the magician does something impossible, there's always a part of your brain that's a little removed going, well, he's a magician. Right. So... You know, yeah, this you're is thinking, enjoyable. You're thinking more, how did he do that, as opposed to, what just happened here? Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, I mean? literally in this uh, last order we did in the spring, uh, we had a guy believe that we, through the power of a Tesla coil... <laughs> Uh, at a museum exhibit, shot yeah. a guy back in time. Oh, that's really? Great. This kid is that's taking great. pictures of the antique uh, newspaper <laughs> and freaking out. You know. <laughs> do you start? So, do you start with something like an item, or you see something the way something reacts with something, and then you build 
to a, an effect or an illusion? Or do you say, I would like to suggest this has happened and work reverse engineer? I think everybody on the team always keeps sort of a notebook of, of back pocket ideas. Okay. Things will come up to you during into your mind over the course of the day like, oh, this might be good for the show. Uh, when we get into the writing room, uh, production, we've already kind of locked down. You know, There's so many moving parts in a TV production. So we've already locked down a number of our locations. And the locations really guide... Uh, our brainstorm. Okay, so you, you operate from location and at a Home Depot. You, you build it back. We're going to do something with paint. Right. Something <laughs> with a nail gun. Right. Something with a shopping cart. Uh, you know. That's so. And, but it's it's more complex. And I mean, you've got to. Then you are. Right, you're there. You're going to do the. He's going to do his improvisational thing. But you've got to have an illusion, or you've got to have a trick, or something ready to go. That's a whole other thing. You're, you're basically building magic acts every episode day after day after yeah. day because we're we, we're our schedule is we shoot for a day and then we prep for a day and then we shoot for a day and on an average day we're doing up to four original effects Jeez. um we do have an illusion builder in vegas who helps us with some of the bigger concept ideas is that where they all are like like the the david uh, david copperfield and penn and teller i mean for for well, those those that's the that's the valhalla are, right yeah yeah, that's yeah. that's sort of mecca for not to turn anyone off. Uh, <laughs> mecca for magic, and uh, <laughs> right. so that is where a lot of you know sort of the master builders uh, okay go to go to, to get it to done. Yeah, to yeah. The, hey, to the I, workers. I know you do a uh, you do a stand up and and magic hybrid show, but I, I wanted to ask about you know if, if you're a stand up comedian. Uh, and you have a bit that doesn't work, um, you can usually improv your way out of it or, or move on to something else. Uh, but it seems like magic, though, um, you can't really make mistakes. No, it's Be- true. Because they they will reveal what the illusion is, and how do you handle... But but it's in, it's inevitable that mistakes happen sure. from time I mean, to time. How do you handle that the stuff? The instant you uh, make a mistake in a magic trick, you are instantly not magic. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like 100%. Yeah. Yes. Not a mystery. All right. So we had a magician in here yeah. not too long ago, uh, and he was promoting an event that was going on in the city of Philadelphia, and he went to do a magic trick for us, and it, like... It didn't work, and then we tried take two, and it didn't work again. And then I was like, "All right, thanks, man, for coming by." And, wow. uh, yeah, yeah. But, but here's the thing, and I and I've seen magicians make mistakes, and they reveal what. And, and I'm just, I feel so horrible for them. I, it, but there are some people that don't feel so horrible for them. They're, ah, I see yeah. it right there. There's two types of audience members. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and I, oh, I just feel horrible, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. But the yeah. thing is, I that you'll clap and say thank you. You know, we, I, I just. Ugh. We've talked about this before. We. We all love Matt. We want to go along. Yeah. We 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 understand you're not imbued with powers from Odin, and but we, we, you, <laughs> but me, so say you. But, yeah. <laughs> but the illusion, the, the the whole idea, that's the joy of it. Yes. Of, of that, how'd you do that? The trick, and and, uh, and I I was reading an interview with you, and you talked about appearing on the Penn and Teller show. They have to convey to you that they understand how it's done. Without in their explanation explaining how it's done, right? So, is that as they start to go into the deal, is that a little off-putting for you? Because, like, dude, I'll tell you, I was like, <laughs> as soon as the first couple words were out of uh, Penn's mouth, yeah, he's the one that talks. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I knew what the, they were hip to it, and they got um, it. Yeah, and so I, immediately I was like, yep. Cool. You can shut up now. <laughs> yeah. And, but he, they need to get that coverage. And right. he yeah, kept yeah. talking and saying these different sort of encrypted codes. And I'm like, 
Yeah, yeah. got it. Done. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. That's, yeah, sometimes you you can feel that it's palpable as you're watching. Yeah, it. Steve has uh, mentioned you know just being along for the ride, and I think we all love yeah. to be along for the ride. And I don't know if you are a member of the Magic Castle or not. I absolutely am. All right, so there's a scene in that show called Love on Netflix <laughs> yeah. where he brings you know his girlfriend to the Magic Castle, and she just can't get into it. <laughs> She's more like you know she she enjoyed watching the other people get into it, but like she's like oh he's not he's not actually magic, and so she couldn't enjoy it for for what it was, and and I feel bad for people like that. I really I do really too. Do. I think there yeah. are certain people who just they don't want to feel like they don't know, right? But guess what? In this life, there's things we don't know. Well, right. that's part I of their big pe- things. You're exactly right. There are people I know who don't like science fiction movies or, or like superhero movies because that could never happen. Yeah. That can never, you can't even open up your mind a little bit to just have fun with it, yeah. you know? Um, I went and saw David Blaine last month. Oh, fantastic. And he did this trick that I just, like, he's got to be a warlock. I mean, he really must be an actual wizard because I don't understand how he made, th- how this happened. And so he's uh, an illusionist, he's a magician, and then this is uh, uh, a mentalist, I guessed. Uh, okay. All right, so... But he he made this person pick a uh, a puzzle piece out of a thousand puzzle pieces. It's amazing! You've seen the trick. I was with him. I've known David since we were eighteen. Wow. We met here uh, in Philly. Well, we met. There's a th- every summer in Philadelphia. There's a thing called Magic Camp. And really? Blaine and I met when we were teachers at Magic Camp. Wow! You know, way back in the day. So when he did his first TV special, Street Magic, yeah. uh, he actually gave me a special thanks. I didn't, I didn't expect it, and I watched the credits of the show no when it when it launched. Oh, you know, that's I was cool! In Minnesota, I saw yeah, he did part thanks. of that down in Atlantic City. Okay, yeah, Incredible. That, yeah. that levitation. Um, yeah. yeah, that's right. It's that really it, was. It's effing cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's I was with him over when he was sort of beta testing that live show before touring the states uh, with him over in Singapore and in Manila. Yeah, and we played the stadium where Ali beat Frazier. Wow, wow. In, Manila. in Manila. Oh, that's cool, man. Dead center in a packed sports arena. It's the closest thing I became <laughs> came to <laughs> playing <laughs> sports in my life. <laughs> you were in the stadium where the and, thrill in Manila took yeah, place. Because if you remember in the show, he holds his breath for a ten a, minutes. Ten minutes. So I he had me come out to narrate. While he was under that water, so I was sort of walking through, ladies and gentlemen. Five minutes. He's he's been under the water for five minutes. He's had a hand. Was that you here in Philly, or just no, in, no. when you were in Manila? Yeah, okay. I was right. I was helping him over overseas. You know, two years ago. He, All right. He, he, did, go ahead. Did he really hold his breath for ten minutes? Absolutely, he did. You can watch. He did a TED talk uh-huh. on how he uh, approached breaking the world record. For holding his breath. Well, the, the guys who do the, the deep dives, the guys who will hold on to, like, that those sleds and yeah. go down, uh-huh. that's the kind of time you're talking. I think most of us in the crowd, when he first started, all held our breaths uh, to together see to how... see. And I did a minute and a half, which I thought was a lot. And and then he just kept going. And then I was like, okay, three minutes, that's... Okay, four minutes. He's gonna he's gonna tap out at four, and then every single minute, I was like, "This is where he taps out." And then he had indicated that he will never ever do this trick and hold his breath for less than seven minutes. Wow! Is it is the key? Is yeah. the key? You, are you are you drawing as much in as you possibly can? Or I don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll just tell you right now. Yeah. And Blaine's, you know, can you explain all his tricks? <laughs> what's What's really great, kind of incredible, and has been yeah. a little confusing for the public at large with David is, you know, he is a magician and an illusionist, but he's also a performance artist yeah. with his body and mm-hmm. his endurance stunts, holding his breath, 
um, you know, being hung standing in place down. on a, on a yeah, column, standing on a column for yeah. 36 hours. This is all legit. And, um, you know, I think that can, conf- I think we really want simple. Yeah. Well, yes. Is he magic or is it real? You know, right. He really called attention but to that. The jigsaw thing. And maybe I have to talk to you off air about this. Um, it, there was a thousand ways that that thing could have gone wrong. A th- literally a thousand. Literally. He can't. So he can't good. help you with that. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. The, the puzzle is a map of his tour. Yeah. So it's it's a, a map and this of chick the... pulled out one piece and it matched the one piece that was missing, <laughs> and it was the city of Philadelphia. <laughs> I mean, incredible. Like that. He's actually magic. You, I mean, that, yeah. I don't under uh, yeah. But is is there? We we had talked about this. Like, if something goes wrong, there's got to be a way for him to. If that piece doesn't get picked, I, I don't, or, or it just doesn't work. I don't know. Uh, yeah, no. I, I could don't you think, explain everything about David yeah, Blaine I to don't us? Think it goes wrong. Okay, so there's a there's a trick to it. <laughs> I know. Uh, he's just done it. He's he's very intelligent, and he's figured right. out a way to make it work. So I just want him to tell me how it happened. I, I understand. <laughs> We, we, you two can get together for coffee after the show. Or something. That's what I said. <laughs> so for you and your act, which do you enjoy? Um, you know, obviously the magic is a, is a big driver of it, but there's a skill to being a stand-up comedian as well. And do you, I think they go hand in hand. I right. think a, a really good magic trick is very similar to a really good joke. You know, right. There's there's a, there's a setup, and ideally, a, a completely inevitable yet. Um, totally surprising conclusion. Was there a point at which you said, okay, I'm, in other words, have you ever just taken out your verbal chops and done less magic? And, and t- I've done whole weeks uh, in the feature spot doing just straight stand-up. There you go. To work that much. I was wondering. So yeah. Definitely I've done magic longer than I've done stand-up. Right. Yeah. But it, they, they, there, there are so many great comedian magicians who are comedians because it does work well together you have these improbable impossible things going on and you can take that role of of commenting and and with press you talk about the uncomfortability of thinking something's gone wrong and mm-hmm. when a magician can play off a, a false mistake and then deliver on it yes and, you know it, it's 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 phenomenal yeah yeah the, the reaction is just unparalleled i'm a big i'm a big fan of that you know sort of exploring the 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 borderline of uh of the flaw you know who's the, the best mistake. who's the best magician that we don't know about that you're a fan of Derek Hughes there <laughs> <laughs> we go John how long is your show uh i think i'm doing uh 45 to an hour all okay. right nice uh, you know uh i don't know who else is on the lineup with me this week um but yeah, probably okay. Probably cool, man. Fifty minutes. I, I have no idea if you if you have anything planned for us magic wise. I know radio is not a very. Uh, we could do something. Okay. Uh, here, who? Uh, <laughs> Kathy. Yeah. Kathy, Kathy, I want you to think of a number between one and a hundred. Don't say it out loud. Don't okay. give anybody an indication. Um, and I'll tell the radio listener. I have a a business card, and I have a child's crayon in my hand okay i use a crayon because it helps me embrace a child's state of mind <laughs> it's very important are you thinking of a number i am kathy i'm going to snap my fingers and i want you to go up or down uh just one numeral in your mind just up or down don't premeditate surprise yourself okay are you ready so think of the number <laughs> yeah. and Can you do this change it it's going to change get Got ready it. and did it change yeah new number yes yeah okay he's writing down with the crayon on his business card I'm not sure what he's writing down, but I'm committed to it. Okay. Right. Yep. So Kathy, crayon. Uh, maybe you guys know her well. I don't know if you'd have any guesses what she might pick here, but uh, <laughs> Kathy. Yeah. So everybody can hear 
What was the final number? 22. Is there a reason for that? I wish I was 21. (laughs) (laughs) So did you go up or down? I went up. You went up. So you started at 21, but then you changed to 22. Yeah. Uh, Preston, will you read out loud what this says? Uh, It says, Kathy says 22 on it right (laughs) here. (laughs) That's for Kathy. Thank you. Who needs a puzzle? (laughs) Right? Uh, Right? I love it all. How long can you hold your breath? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's, it. That's, the, that's the athlete in you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, Derek is going to be performing at the Hard Rock Casino uh, tonight, tomorrow, and Thursday. Uh, the shows are at 8 p.m. Tickets start at just 20 bucks. They're available at Ticketmaster.com. Uh, so if you've been a fan from America's Got Talent or if you love the Carbonaro effect or you've seen Derek before or you just want to be wowed and you want to laugh, I think this is where you want to go. Don't forget air conditioning. Air, yes! conditioning. air conditioning. After all, that's what AC stands for. <laughs> Uh, so make sure you check it out. And it's a brand new place. Uh, Howie Mandel's Comedy Club at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. And, of course, you can check information at hardrockhotelatlanticcity.com. Uh, so cool. Very nice to meet you, Derek. Thanks for coming by. Thanks, everybody. Enjoy your time at the uh, at the club out there. I will. All right. Let's hear it for Derek Hughes. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back in a second. Uh, in a little bit, I'll do some uh, giveaways because our friends at Union Tap House are here, and uh, they brought some great stuff, and we thank them for that. We'll be back with that giveaway in a moment. They're at 4801 Umbria Street at the corner of Umbria and Fountain Inn. Uh, Manny, we'll be right back. Hey, podcasters. It's Kathy Romano, and I'm here to tell you that it is finally your chance to win a spot to come to Kathy's Bitch Box Party. That's right, our next Preston and Steve sorority party, which will be held on Thursday, August 23rd from 6 to 8 at Harris, Philadelphia, will be featuring the release of Kathy's Bitch Box Part 2. It's a 21 and older event. Winners and guests will each receive Kathy's Bitch Box, which is filled with some of my favorite products. Your first drink is free, plus a happy hour buffet. So I have personally handpicked these items that will go inside of the box and I'd like to thank all of the contributors Hey Honey Elsie Boutique in Warrington Original Drinking Buddies True Beauty Concepts Braided Charm Yummy Bites Marinella Jewelry Bondi Band Sets Beauty Wind and Wave Soap Wine Knots Priori Skincare, Crest Toothpaste and Jade Yoga Thank you everyone who contributed to make this amazing bitch box So here's what you have to do for your chance to win tickets to the event Email your name, age and phone number to podcast at WMMR.com Again that's name Age phone number to podcast at WMMR.com for your chance to win. Thanks for podcasting. Good luck, and I hope to see you on Thursday, August 23rd from 6 to 8 at Harris, Philadelphia for the Preston and Steve Sorority Party Kathy's Bitch Box event. Union Tap House Maniac, how about those wings? They brought in a bunch of goodies for us this morning. And they also have a giveaway. I have for caller number 15, a $25 Union Tap House Manion gift card and the brand new novel, Panic Years, from local author and longtime Union Tap House employee, uh, Daniel DeFranco, who is here this morning, by the way. It's a brutally realistic record of the underground music scene and everyday existence in its purest form. Panic Years is available starting tomorrow, $16 on paperback. And ninety nine nine ninety nine via Kindle. I was talking about. He's been working on it for like a year and a half. It's a lot of work. It took, it took him a year and a half to uh, yeah. to write it. And uh, so they have this uh, release party going on uh, tomorrow night, which is pretty cool. Uh, but call number fifteen, you get the twenty five dollar Union Tap House uh, Mania gift card, and uh, you want to stop in. And don't forget that they are also 
uh, the Philly Ad Club Softball League postgame sponsor. Uh, with outdoor seating, great beer, great food, and weekly special events like BYOV Mondays, which is Bring Your Own Vinyl Monday. Ah, oh, that's cool. That's really cool. You have vinyl, Preston. I do. I have loads of vinyl I could bring over there. Uh, so let's set you up now, and while you're calling in, we are going to do the Bizarre Fire. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Preston and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre Fire. Uh, brought to you this morning... <laughs> By CF Logistics, LLC. CF Logistics, LLC is expanding its fleet and looking for professional drivers to join their family-owned company. Apply today at CFLogisticsLLC.com. That's CFLogisticsLLC.com. A 16-year-old girl who was seriously injured after getting pushed off a 60-foot-tall bridge in Washington State Park spoke to reporters from the hospital Thursday saying she could have died easily. Jordan Holgerson ended up there Tuesday with five broken ribs, a bruised esophagus, air bubbles in her lungs, and injuries to her trachea. Yeah, the footage of her getting pushed is pretty wild. Yeah, the viral video footage of the incident shows Holgerson hesitating to jump off a bridge in Mount Falls, a park about 40 miles north of Portland, before being shoved by a woman who has been identified as an adult family friend. Uh, she said she wanted to jump off the bridge after seeing her friend do it, but decided against it at the last moment. Uh, she was counting down, she said, and but I didn't think anything of it. And I was like, no, don't count down. I don't count, count down. I won't go. If you count down, I'm not ready. And then she pushed me. Holgerson says that she doesn't remember the fall, but was aware when she hit the water, adding that she didn't feel any pain in the immediate aftermath of the plunge. She attempted to pull herself forward during the three-story fall so that her feet would enter the water first, but it didn't work. Uh, That's a six-story fall, isn't it? How far uh, was it? Yeah, yeah, it says three-story, but yeah, it was. It was. It seemed to be higher. It said sixty feet. So, uh, she was helped to shore by an off-duty EMT who saw her drowning. Holgerson was taken to a medical center nearby Vancouver. Was released on Thursday night. She's lucky that she's not paralyzed or dead. Uh, Caitlin Holgerson, the girl's sister, said that she confronted the family friend who pushed Jordan off the bridge despite a sign warning against jumping into the river. Uh, She had stated she pretty much said that she was sorry for doing it and she wouldn't have done it if she would have known the outcome of it and that she knows it was an absurd thing to do. Uh, The original video went viral and uh, it has been deleted, though, from YouTube, and the incident is being investigated by the sheriff's office. Huh. So, well, could have killed her. When you, yeah, when you jump off like that, you're supposed to get into like a like a, a bullet shape, like you're going in like a stra- as straight a line as possible. Yeah. She's flailing as she's yeah. falling. Well, she didn't. Yeah, she was confused. She didn't yeah. know exactly what was happening. Yeah, my wife had told me uh, this happened in Texas, where some kid was picked up and thrown off of a uh, a water slide. You know, like yeah, you yeah. Could walk up these water slides, and yeah, some. Some guy was annoyed with this kid, and he literally just picked him up and threw him off of the uh, the, the tower. And In, into luckily, the water? No. Oh, onto the ground. That's just crazy. That's, that's somebody that's trying to kill murder. somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A Turkish woman has been filed for divorce and demanded financial compensation after claiming her nine-year marriage became intolerable after her partner began to wear, quote, sexy thongs and pantyhose around the house. What the hell's going on here? Uh, the woman's lawyer told the press after launching the divorce proceedings that the husband began to wear, began to wear makeup and dress in women's clothes two years ago. Uh, the husband allegedly turned violent when his wife tried to discuss the issue with him, said the lawyer. Uh, he added that the wife is currently suffering from depression and cannot continue in her marriage. Huh. She's filed for divorce and demanded compensation of 200,000 Turkish lira. Uh, however, the husband has filed a countersuit alleging that the woman questioned 
both his gender and fertility. Uh, his wife implies that... My, I question your fertility. Uh, my client has a different sexual orientation, attempting to blackmail him with this claim. The husband's lawyer said in a statement demanding divorce without compensation. Turkey is notorious, notoriously hostile to LGBT community and transgender people in particular. Last year, uh, Turkish authorities banned the trans pride parade in Istanbul. However, uh, they were defied by the event's organizers. But she's saying that it's sexy thongs and pantyhose <laughs> that are causing the problem. People don't usually look great in their mug shots, but a Texas woman is the latest exception. Marshala Perkins, who is 19 years old from Dallas, Texas, was arrested for marijuana possession on February 6th. But she's going viral now because her mugshot was posted to the Mugshot Bay's Twitter account recently. And in her photos, uh, she's rocking a pink eyeshadow with a hint of glitter and fake eyelashes. And people want to know where she got how she got her makeup done they're asking for makeup tips <laughs> from her mugshot yeah one user retweeted perkins mugshot and added we need a tutorial free her uh, and it received about 280,000 likes at the time of this writing perkins tells the telegram that she was initially embarrassed that her mugshot was posted by police online but says someone has reached out to me about starting my own makeup line <laughs> <laughs> She go. said, it's crazy. My mind is blown. Now it's uh, turned into something so positive. So I'm just going to embrace it and see where it takes me. Remember that dude, uh, I think Derek really Meeks funny. was his name, the hot felon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So his picture went viral, and now he's married to a billionaire. Yeah. This girl does look nice. Yeah. It's a nice photo. So, uh, And the last thing I have for you, imagine the smelliest thing that you can think of landing in your backyard pool. It really happened to a man in Conestoga Township, Pennsylvania, on Thursday morning. When he was awakened by a thunderous sound and discovered a sewage truck upside down in his backyard pool. Wow. The truck had been trying to navigate around a road closure when the accident happened. Hazmat crews were called in to clean up the mess before a wrecker pulled the truck out. No one was injured in the stinky incident. And that is what I have for you in the Bizarre File for now. We'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll see if you've been paying attention. We're going to have a lesson question about today's program. And we'll get to the Trash Music News as well. Stay put. What's new? Glad you asked. Dorothy. Take me down, down to the bottom. Fozzie. Stone Temple Pilots. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. 17 minutes after 10 o'clock, President's Chief Show. Word of the Week prize this week, front row tickets to see uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh, and free parking with that as well. Free parking? That's definitely, that's a good deal. It is. Free parking is an awesome deal. It means a lot. Whenever you get that. So we will do the letter of the day coming over the program in a little while, and we'll give those away on Friday. So get set for that. In the meantime, something else to give away. Uh, For the lesson question, we have some tickets to see. Uh, Hassan Minaj, who's going to be at the Miriam Theater on Sunday, September 23rd. And the question that I think I got to go with this morning is Q-tips were once called baby gays. And the name eventually evolved into what kind of sticks? 215-263-WMMR. Q-tips were once called baby gays. And the name eventually evolved into which kind of sticks? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. We'll do the trash while we're waiting for you to call in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And it is brought to you 
by Monster Mania. Monster Mania Con is, uh, or should say Monster Mania Con 40 is coming August 17th through the 19th. You can see Justin Long, Freddie himself, Robert England, Carl Weathers, and more. Tickets are available at the door. You can go to monstermania.net for more information. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, after revealing that his song Ecstasy is about being sexually attracted to all of his sisters-in-law, Kanye West has released a new song about Caitlyn Jenner. West says he had no intention of making Caitlyn feel left out, and that's why he wrote Still Farts Like a Dude. (laughs) Oh, my God. Justin Bieber says his engagement to model Haley Baldwin will be a long one, and there are no real plans to get married for at least another one to two years. Marriage is more than a piece of paper, Bieber said, explaining it's also something you convince her you're going to do to shut her up. (laughs) And finally, Honey Boo Boo, fighting back tears as she engaged in some intense dance rehearsals for the next season of Dancing with the Stars. In a related story, the dancing set has already been modified to accommodate Honey's family cheering section and now will include a roadkill buffet. (laughs) (laughs) And that's your Hollywood trash. All right, thank you very much, Steve. How old is Honey Boo Boo these days? She is 15. She'll be one of the younger contestants they've ever had on that show, I would imagine. Wow, interesting. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to this. Q-tips were once called baby gays. And the name eventually evolved into which kind of sticks? Uh, 215-263-WMMR, the number. And I am going to go to Caitlin for the answer. Hi, Caitlin. Good morning. Catlin. Oh, Catlin. All right, Catlin, yeah. do me a favor and tell me what kind of sticks the baby gays uh, evolved into. Uh, would it be hetero sticks? Hetero sticks, yes. Yeah. One moment, please. Get your information, and we will give you tickets to see Hassan Minaj at the Miriam Theater Sunday, September 23rd, 10 p.m., the 7 p.m. show is sold out, by the way. You can get tickets for the 10 p.m. show at Ticketmaster.com. Time for music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! What the f*** is this? All right, where do we begin? Uh, we begin with the band Disturbed. Uh, the drummer, Mike Wengrim, recently said that the band will likely hit the road early next year to support its upcoming seventh album. Uh, He said, the last I heard is we're talking about doing a big U.S. run come January and February of 19. Nothing is in stone yet, but we don't have any routing. Uh, At this point, nothing is solidified, but we are trying to put together something really big, and we want to bring it to as many cities as we can. So once we get that finalized, hopefully, we will be able to announce some dates soon. Now, Disturbed plans to make an announcement of some kind this Thursday via social media. The quartet is widely expected to reveal... The first details of its new LP, which will follow up 2015's chart-topping Immortalized. Members of Pearl Jam and Death Cab for Cutie are among those and more than 150 artists who signed an open letter in an attempt to save Seattle's iconic music venue, The Showbox, from, mm. defil- de- from demolition. Uh, the effort appears to have worked with the Seattle City Council voting on Monday to temporarily save The Showbox from being torn down and replaced by a 44-story luxury residential tower. Uh, The club, which has hosted shows over the years from artists like Prince, Eminem, the Ramones, the Police, and countless Seattle acts like Soundgarden, was was bought under the uh, temporary protection of the Pike Place Historical District for 10 months, although it's not technically part of the district at the moment. So they they have a stay of execution of sorts for it. It's a pit. Is it? Yeah. And it, um, I understand the desire to want to keep it open, and that's cool. I think there's a lot of history involved there. It needs to be renovated if okay. they're going to do that. Nick, what is the place in singles? 
Or does oh. that even exist? Is yeah, that a real a, venue? That's a good question, Steve. I don't know. I was wondering if this was that place. Yeah, uh, no, I don't think so. But I saw a show at the Showbox years ago, um, maybe 2002, and uh, even then I was like, yeah, they could use some updates. <laughs> it's like, wait, you remember, did you ever make it up to CBGB's? No, no. but that pe- was another pit. People are drawing comparisons yeah. to CBGB's because of the historical value. And yes, th- but you, in this day and age, you want people to be comfortable and enjoy their concert going experience. <laughs> and not get too. Uh, skin rashes exactly, when they Yeah. yeah. Uh, the letter posted by the Seattle Times on Friday included comments from Pearl Jam's Mike McCready, Duff McKagan of Guns N' Roses, Death Cab for Cuties, Ben Gibbard, and others. Gibbard wrote, we have created a coalition to save the show box, not just because we have great memories of playing and seeing shows there, but because we want it to be available for future generations of performers and music fans to create their own. McCready added the show box is integral to the social fabric of the Seattle music scene. Uh, stating that the venue was as important as CBGB, First Avenue, the Fillmore East and West, and the Troubadour, and the Whiskey, naming legendary venues in New York, Minneapolis, and Los Angeles. So it's, uh, for the time being, uh, they're not going to tear it down. Former Slipknot drummer Joey Jordison says that he is back and stronger than ever. Several years after he was diagnosed with transverse myelitis, an inflammatory disorder that temporarily robbed him of the ability to play drums. Uh, Jordison, a founding member of the band who was part of the lineup from 1995 to 2013, revealed two years ago that he was battling the rare neuroimmune disorder. It, so what does this mimic, like carpal tunnel? or uh, is it... it causes uh, severe swelling. Oh. Uh, he later claimed that he was visited by only one member of Slipknot while he was in the hospital. Bastards. Uh, saying that the band fired him because they thought, quote, I was effed up on drugs. Jordison now has said, I'm completely 100% back, stronger than I've ever been. And I'm not just saying that. That sounds like a cheesy effing line, I understand. But it took me a long time, man, to recover and get my strength back because I got hit with something that, and he said, I mean, I'll, I'll never, I've never felt anything like this. He added that the disease affected his back and legs, rendering him incapable of playing the drums. He said, it was the scariest effing thing that I've ever went through in my life. And I busted my ass, got the right trainers, and I was not going to play drums again because uh, this is what I'm... And and I was not not going to play drums again uh, because this is what I'm on earth for. Uh, Jordison, by the way, was replaced in Slipknot by Jay Weinberg. That's Max Weinberg's son, if you remember, from the E Street Band. Uh, Jay made his debut with the group in 2014 with the album uh, The Grey Chapter. So... Uh, apparently he's doing a lot better, and uh, maybe he's going to try and get in with a different band. I doubt they're going to they're going to bring him back in because it doesn't sound like things are uh, very N- nice. Yeah, well, just one of them visited him while he's in the hospital. Hey, more photographic evidence has surfaced in the past week that Angus Young has seemingly brought back several members of ACDC's classic Back in Black lineup, whose return was thought unlikely following the end of the Rock or Bust tour cycle in 2016. A few days after a Canadian journalist claimed that guitarist Stevie Young and drummer Phil Rudd were spotted in downtown Vancouver, a Vancouver ACDC fan named Crystal Lambert and her friend Glenn Slavens kept an eye from her apartment on Warehouse Studios, where the last three ACDC studios were rec- or albums were recorded. Uh, Slavens took a picture last week of Rudd on the studio's outside deck with none other than singer Brian Johnson. What? Who had to leave the band midway through the Rocker Bus Tour. Uh, or face permanent hearing loss. He was replaced for the Trek's last two legs by Axl Rose. Asked a while back about the prospect of retiring one day, Johnson said that he would know when the time would come. I thought Rudd was out of there. Well, he was removed because he was arrested on charges of drug possession and threatening to kill an employee 
Uh, he was replaced by one-time ACDC drummer Chris Slade. Stevie Young re- uh, replaced his uncle, founding guitarist Malcolm Young, in 2014 after, of course, he was diagnosed with dementia and other health issues and ended up passing away in 2017. So the return of Rudd and Johnson, if officially confirmed, would put the re- to rest speculation that Angus intended to record a new album with Axl Rose on vocals. Still to be determined is the identity of the band's bass player since 40-year-old veteran Cliff Williams retired from the group at the end of the rock or bust cycle. So I thought Brian Johnson was done. But so it did like I. He might still have a uh, a stake in it, which would be kind of interesting. I, wasn't the story that Rudd hired a hitman or was attempting to hire yeah, a hitman? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, uh, it's looking as though Steve Perry of Journey Fame is about to make some type of major announcement. Best Classic Bands posted Perry created a website, steveperry.com, naturally, and established a Facebook page and Twitter account. Each featured the handwritten words, I know it's been a long time coming, dot, dot, dot. Uh, He also established accounts on Instagram and YouTube. His Facebook account has the verified blue check. Uh, Perry's first album since 1994's For the Love of Strange Medicine is expected to drop sometime this fall. But fans uh, have gotten used to waiting when it comes to the former Journey frontman delivering new music. Last month, uh, Toad the Wet Sprocket, the band, posted a video on Facebook of... Steve Perry harmonizing with them in rehearsal, uh, and the band was all excited about that. Uh, so he might have new music coming out, which would be great. I, I love his voice. They he, have the, an amazing singer. They have this guy who fronts Journey now, who is they did the documentary about him. He's what, yeah, from Thailand or something? Or where's yeah. he from? No, no, he's uh, from Philippines. the Philippines. Philippines, yeah. yeah. I saw that. Uh, he's two, great. Two years ago. He's great. It's just odd to look at. Yes. Uh, yeah. Because if you close your eyes, it sounds like a journey show. If you open your eyes, you're like, what the hell am I watching? Yeah. And uh, I'd like to see uh, Steve Perry. I, if it's solo music, I'm fine. I'm interested. He's He's got a great voice. And that is what I have for you in music news. We have yet to see our father and son team from Tattoos. Anyone do that when we get back? Sure. Before we wrap yeah. up, because uh, they've been hard at work this morning. We'll come back in just a second, meet those guys. Letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize before we wrap up, and we'll see what Brent has in store for you, who's filling in for Pierre this week. We'll be right back. Whether social. Hey, welcome in. Or anti-social. Hey, get out. Join your MMR pals on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Groovy photos, videos, and social commentary. Plus, we find them the perfect place to waste time during the company meetings. Hashtag MMR rocks. Pride of Wilmington, Delaware, Bob Marley. Go figure, right? 93.3 WMMR. It's everything that rocks. Never knew that. Bob Marley used to live in Wilmington, Delaware. For a pretty good stretch. We talked about that uh, before we went on vacation. 1038 with the President Steve Show. Three Little Birds. Beautiful song. Uh, one of the things that we have not done yet today is find out how the uh, tattoos have been going. Because it is indeed a Tuesday morning. So it is Tattoos Day. We'd like to welcome to our microphones. Uh, is this the first time we've had a father and son dual tattoo morning? I believe so, yeah. I think so. We want to welcome Dan and Elijah Brown yeah. to the show. Yeah. Good morning, good morning. Gentlemen, good morning. thank you for being here today. Thank you for having and us. And we're going to welcome uh, Troy from Philadelphia Eddie's. Uh, his wife, Shannon, is here, but I, I don't know if she's she wants to talk pizza. on the mic or not. Or, yeah, she's very detached to her phone. She, totally. But listen, I love the, what you guys have done. You have decided, you uh, uh, father and son here, Elijah and Dan, uh, to get matching tattoos. Am I correct about that? Yeah, definitely. We uh, 
Always was kind of a Superman fan, so this this uh, was something that we agreed on, and uh, we stumbled upon this uh, quote from one of the comics, and it uh, really spoke to the two of us. So you're stronger than you think you are. Trust me. Uh, and then it says P.S. for uh, Preston and Steven there as well, which is really I like cool. that. All right, so uh, you look, Elijah, you look like you have tons of tattoos. I do. Uh, any, any idea, count-wise, how many you have? Uh, roughly 15. 15. Okay. All right, and uh, Dan, how about you? This is number two. Oh, really? So, yeah, it's so, been uh, 16 years from number one and number two. So. Is, is the first a superhero <laughs> one as well? or is it? Uh... Nah, it's just some tribal stuff on the back okay. my wife and I got. So I got a matching tattoo with my wife and I, and now I got one with my son and I. So. That's nice. That's, that's it'll actually... Be, it'll be a theme with the other kids, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's, that a pretty, that's a pretty cool idea. My son just turned 18, you know, mm. this week. Uh, or last week, actually. So you maybe. guys would look great with huge monkeys between your nipples. I like that. Maybe we could go for something like that. I don't know, but I like the idea of getting matching tattoos. That's pretty. That cool. is cool. And the oh, Superman man. logo, of course, is iconic. Yeah, yeah, it, it absolutely wrong. is. How old are you, Elijah? I'm 20. You're 20 years old. Okay. And how many kids do you have, Dan? We, my wife and I have four. Okay. Do you have uh, Troy? Do people come in, family members together, to get uh, tattoos from time to time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. all the time. Um, I did a, uh, I did three generations. One. So was, really? No kidding. Grandmother, the mother, the daughter, you know. All in one, getting in one session, wow. and they got the same thing. Yep. And I would imagine that's usually the theme, right? If, if family members are coming in, they're going to get the same thing. Yeah, sometimes. Okay, sometimes. Shannon, you ever done that before? Um, yeah, sometimes people, like, will get, like, a similar thing, but then they each will, you know, make it unique to them or okay. things like that. That's, kind that's of cool. Nice. Um, where are you guys from, by the way, Dan? Stratford, New Jersey. Okay, Jersey guys. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. uh, anybody you want to say hi to, Elijah or Dan, either one of you, go right ahead. Yeah, just definitely want to say hi to my wife, Heather, my lovely wife. Thank you for letting us uh, to come here and holding down the fort. Nice. And also, I got to shout out the other kids, Christian, Hope, Caleb, Kaysen. Good morning, everybody. Kaysen, that's a cool name. <laughs> that is a cool name. That nice. is Elijah's son. Oh, oh really? Uh, Kaysen, where'd you get that name? It's... I believe it's Thai. I'm not positive. I mean, son of a rebel or a, a fighter. Okay. That's pretty cool. Nice. Uh, Dan, what do you do for uh, work? I work for the Department of Veterans Affairs. Really? Oh, yeah. Very yeah. nice. So. Excellent. And how about you, Elijah? Uh, auto body paint technician. Okay. Cool, man. Nice. Well, uh, glad you guys get some ink. And I really, I like their take on the on the logo, Steve. It's kind of... It's kind of dirty. It's got this, you know these uh, got some splatter, tough edges to it, splatter marks on it, and everything. Yeah, and it's a it's a unique take on the uh, the Superman logo. Well, father and son, hope you guys enjoy. Thank you for being here. Thanks for listening to the Preston and Steve yeah. show. I just want to say one other thing. Yeah, um, especially with this quote, it really speaks to my son. I just want to say I'm proud of him. He's uh, come a long way, and uh, we're going to take this journey together. Hey. Hey. So, That's there beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having us, guys. Oh, Dad. Nice. That's awesome. Great, guys. And thank you, Troy and Shannon. Great to have you guys here. Let's hear it for them, our yeah. And uh, Philadelphia Eddies, you can uh, check them with them at philadelphiaeddiestattoo.com. They do fantastic work. Uh, we need to do our letter of the day. Has anybody seen Brent Porter? He's right there. How are you? Out of nowhere. I'm doing great. How are you guys? Good. How was your uh, midday shift first you one of the week? Tell yesterday? me, man. Were you listening? <laughs> I heard a little bit of it. Yeah, but I didn't get no, to No, I had a great time it. yesterday. The tool block was awesome. Of course, Shine Down and uh, what was the other one? Motley Crew, man. We were rocking. Yeah, I heard a little bit of the crew. Yeah, it was good stuff. Yeah, excellent. Are right, you ready for the letter of the day? Let's do it. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. By the letter O as in O, Billy. <laughs> Uh, uh, we will give away a pair of front, oh. 
Philly. <laughs> a pair of front row tickets and free parking to see Sebastian Maniscalco Thursday, September 13th, Wells Fargo Center. Uh, it's the second leg of his record-breaking International Stay Hungry Tour, named after his new national best-selling book. Tickets are on sale now at Wells Fargo Center, Philly.com. So we give that away on Friday. What kind of entertainment do you have in store for today, Brent? Workforce blocks. Today we have Van Halen, we have Incubus and Fuel, and Double Shots all day for Double Shot Tuesday. That's good stuff. Yeah, man. Enjoy with Mr. Brent Porsche. i got to thank our sponsors, President Steve Shows, brought to you today. By Dunkin' Donuts, the official coffee of the President and Steve Show, and the President and Steve Show runs on Dunkin'. Also by Acme, the official supermarket of the President and Steve Show, and Wilmington University. Experience the Wilmington University difference at wilmu.edu. Tomorrow's program will go. Uh, will be TV ready. We'll do some Fox Good Day <laughs> stuff tomorrow. Oh yeah. Uh, we will also have Anthony C. Ferrante on the program. Anthony is the creator and director of Sharknado. Yes. And I know that Steve is a bit oh, of a yeah, The new one's coming out. I've been watching. All of the Sharknado. So we will uh, speak with him tomorrow and get into some other stuff. We'll do more uh, Kathy's Bitch Box invites and uh, you name it. We got it. That's it. We are done. So rage on and have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live. Whoever's making Mother Nature this way, could you please stop? And uh, while you're at it, could you take care of my old lady? Hey. Next message. Yes, nothing like Alice and Chains blaring on the way home in a rainstorm. Love it. Next message. Row, row, row your boat. Gently down the stream. Your boat. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. I hate that. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.